Good evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... I'm Andrew. I'm playing Grizz, the Dwarven Beastmaster Ranger. I'm a lint roller made by Hasbro, Megan, and I'm playing Sridelander, the Eldrin Glamourbard. Well, hey, all I'm Maz. I'm playing Talrotho Complete, the Wood Elf Scout. And I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Nightcrafter, the Tiefling Barbarian. All right. Welcome, 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 everyone. Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night. If you guys are here, because normally we play Borderlands and you're looking for some action, well, we're still going to give you action. Unfortunately, you get to see our um, pretty, pretty faces at, at the moment. Uh, normally, this game is on a Monday night. It is Disasters and Danger. This is our D&D 5e high fantasy game. Um, occasionally, uh, life demands that we that we move it because the calendar and the schedule are the are the true end boss of every D and D campaign. Um, so thank you to to my friends and party members and, and players for being uh, available to to play tonight. Um, we're going to get to the action in just a moment, but I think we do have at least one announcement. Megan, would you like to talk to us about Norse Foundry? Norse Foundry! Boy, would I! Uh, NorseFoundry.com, if you want dice, they're the place to go for them. They're absolutely phenomenal gemstone dice, metal dice. They also um, work with Elderwood Academy for these absolutely gorgeous dice boxes. Um, And if you use our promo code REPRPG, you get 15% off of your order. See, look at those. Aren't those gorgeous? They're absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Quick reminder from me. Uh, if you're going to buy opals, make sure someone else gives them to you. Otherwise, they're unlucky. So if you have someone that you love, buy them opals. It's the only way to go. Aha! Um, but yes, R-E-P-R-P-G for 15% off of your order from NorseFoundry.com. Yes. Dot com. Dot com. Definitely check them out. They are very, very cool. We, we love them. We appreciate them. We're going to have some more stuff uh, to do giveaways. From, from them pretty soon, I hope. So, you know, fingers fingers crossed for seeing that. Um, Andrew. Yeah, they made the boulders. That's right. Yes. You see, right? Yes, they did. The boulders are awesome. Um, they're still sitting next to me, so clearly we haven't sh- shipped them out yet. Um, still but close. So very, very close. Yes. Um, we may have some PvP uh, exhibition matches this weekend. We're continuing to try to tweak the rules and uh, get some different games. So looking for uh, some breaker games, some no no limit uh, fantasy games, as well as some ultra modern uh, tournament games. If those don't coalesce, I will try to run something because I missed some shows last week and I'd I'd like to get back on uh, on track. Thank you guys for understanding as we took a. Uh, a breather a week with Caitlin out of town and just everybody was kind of tired after, um, after the, the finals of PVP. So, uh, Andrew, you have a YouTube channel. Please tell us about it. Yeah. If you're ever taking a day off and you guys want something to do, come check us out on easy to spell. Uh, you we're on YouTube. Um, we are actually in the background kind of preparing to go live again. We want to finish out up our current arc. Uh, we want to put together like a story so far so that, you know, people don't have to catch up on whatever mm-hmm. 50 hours of content we've got so far, um, do a talk back. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to continue posting everything on YouTube. Easy to spell with two L's. It's easy to spell, but we did it wrong anyway. Um, our current 
I think our promotion is if we get a uh, hundred subscribers, I'll actually get a script for our opening thing. Um, yeah, because awesome. it's been chaos. It's been chaos the entire time. I just yeah. make it up every night. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, come check us out. Thanks for letting me shamelessly plug myself each night here. Always, always. <laughs> please, please do. We appreciate everybody having the um, the chance to uh, to share who they are and what they're doing. I was just reminded that I can do a share screen for the last box here. And so I'm going to do that in just a moment. We have been working on Tristan. I've asked to kind of put together. He's done a great job with highlight reels. You can find them on our YouTube channel. If you want to check out anything from the um, PVP tournament league that, that just closed um, all of his stuff is, is there. It's very cool. You should definitely check that out, but um, I'm having him work on some um, catch-up clips for, for Disasters in Danger. Because usually at the beginning of every episode, I, I really try to recap everything that's happened. Um, but in the meantime, if you just want the chance to kind of look over stuff and be like, yeah, that, that's, you know, in 10 minutes, I understand what, uh, what has recently transpired. Um, then that is, we're going to, we're going to try to get that for you. So I think I'm going to have just a good old fashioned mind flare up in the share screen. Cause our, our map doesn't particularly, uh, matter here. Oh, that's a cool one. Here we go. Ah, come on, dude. Yes. Mind hath been flayed. Oh, if it loads, if it loads, it will be good. If not, I don't know. Oh, don't do that. Show me the picture. I just want the picture. It's okay. I mean, you know. Oh, all right. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, now, now I have to, now it has to be this one. Now it has to be, it has to be sexy mind flare time. There's no such thing. Say that. Say that. Go ahead and go ahead and Google sexy mind flare. <laughs> I shan't. I shan't. No, no, don't rule 34 us, please. Uh... There it is. There's our little mind flare. This. I don't know. I don't know if that one's a great one, but it's up there. I chose it. I don't know. Mine, mine is a good mind flare image. Yes. Good. Larger. Eh. Besides, can you guys tell that I'm, uh, I'm rushing to get to the adventure moment? Mind flare. Here we go. Let's dive in, shall we? I think I've wasted enough time for everybody. Our adventure takes place in the lands of Lickdrocht. They are lands of myth, of legend. They are lands um, ruled by fate and destiny. And here in the West, ruled by dragons. Except for here. Except for in Cairdian. This is a town of heritage, a town of history town of magic and a town of arcane development. Looking at the past to build the future. It is ringed with seven bells that chime each morning. The harmonics of which resonate a warding spell across the town. A sort of spell that prevents true dragons 
from entering with walls of Cardian. It is a respite with its own dangers. And recently, our heroes, the archivists, have joined up with an ally named Grizz, an emissary from the Black King. And he had brought them the dangerous portent of splinter cell of mind flayers, um, behaving very oddly and looking for here in Cardian magic. They had done away with most of Grizz's uh, former party, his scouting troop, and so our team began to chase them down, following a variety of leads. Uh, they met uh, Professor Asmendius, Asmendius, Asmendus, something. Asmendus. Asmendus. And uh, they experienced a bit of his new arcane spell technology, something able to recall memories and share the experience um, with. Uh, a multitude of people, similar to Mage Ar uh, Mirage Arcana, and um, but with greater detail and a, a little less creativity. Some Rary's telepathic bond and and a variety of upper level spells, sort of combining to create a unique and um, impactful experience. They also went to look for uh, the professor's daughter, having piece together that these mind flayers wanted the professor to complete his work. The daughter might be some sort, some form of leverage uh, that they are attempting to hold over his head. They found the daughter uh, at the fraternity house of New Speltau and a uh, bit of action ensued. The mind flayer able to escape via plane shift into a different dimension um, you guys have for the moment taken in Sarah Asmendus 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 uh, that sounds right the professor's daughter Sarah um, the professor having been abducted you realize it was his assistant that was also one of the um, mind flayers and uh, her, Sarah's best friend. Looking over the pictures, it's clear that someone has taken over, uh, taken on the visage of her, her dead mother, younger version of her dead mother. And so this is where we're picking up. Um, you guys have just traveled to the professor's house. To, to attempt to um, get her home safely and you realize he's he's not there. Um, seeing the pictures of the mother, especially in her youth, seeing them um, matching the, the pictures of her best friend and, and sort of some questions come about and you guys have figured out that these, at least two of these three mind flayers have embedded themselves somewhere in both the professor and his daughter's lives in an effort to keep the research on track, pushing it forward. And you start to realize that's one of the reasons the professor's been working so so late 
it's one of the reasons um, all of these uh, their relationship is more strained uh, all of these sorts of things so what would you guys like to do I, I think you were talking about taking her back to the little empire if I am not mistaken yeah Okay. So, is there anything in particular you would like to look for here at the professor's house before, um, before moving on? I'm just gonna start looking around for pretty much anything that might be specifically his. So, if we can try to, I mean, see if something can scry on him or like locate person, it might help. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Um, I'm just going to turn that off. We're going to we're going to have the black space there cuz now it's just showing whatever I scroll over. I don't want to do. Um, uh Cody, mm-hmm. I was not here last week, so would treasure not currently be with the group? Uh no, I don't think she is currently with the okay. group. Yeah. Uh and Mars there is it's his house. It's filled with stuff of his. You 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 can go upstairs and grab a hat or a or what do you what do you want of his? A pipe, uh a um Pillow, a, a blanket, a, um, trying to think, but a book, a quill, an ink pad. No, probably something that something that would match what I have. So probably like a quill and ink pot, something that he Perfect. probably would have used a lot. Absolutely, yes, yeah. There's one on his writing desk. He does. You can tell just from looking at it. He does use it frequently. There, you know, and and has recently. Um, Within the last 24 hours. So definitely his done and done. Is she with us? She is with you. Yeah. Um, Sorite's going to stay with her and help her like put together an overnight bag. Okay. And get a teddy bear if she needs one. She's, um, you get the feeling she's, she's pretty good at clamping down her emotions. Um, so, Riz is down like in the laboratory where we first met him. Laboratory uh, is at the, it... the laboratory is at the school. Oh. so it's so it's oh, at the school. Or... Place. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Never mind. Because I thought we had stopped there to see, and it looked like they had taken all the equipment and everything. Yes. Is yeah, they did. We you, yeah, we we can we can have a moment there too if you would like. I I just wanted to look and see if it was like a smash and grab, like it looks like they just kidnapped him and took all the stuff, or if it maybe looked more delicate, like they had convinced him to leave on his own. Um, make make an investigation check. Um, you can have advantage because you guys would have taken the time to to really dig through this stuff. So, report. Uh, twenty five. Okay. Um, it looks like it was taken with care. Uh, you don't know if that's through convincing or through domination or coercion uh, of some kind, but, um, it looks like it was taken with, with care. There is, you can see that there is the, the smallest hint of, of struggle, right? One of the... One of the the crystal holders, um, those have all been taken. But 
they were they sort of um not like candle just candlesticks but they sort of had legs on them right and you can see one of them had had kind of broken one of the feet right part of the leg okay. off so it'll still work probably has to bend it or you know i don't know stick a shiv or a quarter under it to to hold it up um but it looks like there was just the the barest of of struggle uh before before they gathered everything okay. and left so odds are he's going to be healthy and at least physically when we find him Well, physically, he might be there, but <laughs> mentally, he might be a different story. Yeah, they need him to finish whatever work they're having him do on these. So, we're on a clock. I think you said there were, that you were chasing down three of them? Three of them. That's, we have, until that other one's able to get back. And we're just dealing with two till then. Let's. We should get moving. Okay. I'm assuming this is all before we went back to the house. So. Sure. Yeah. So, so you guys are at the house at this point, and um, can move from from there. Right. If we're gonna. If we're going to kind of hunt these guys down, we might want to bring some some muscle with us. No offense, Benedict. Or who's here? Um, I think it'd be best though if he if he watched Sora, and if we went and got treasure. I think we need something a little angrier right now. Anything right. else to do here or back to the Little Empire? Yeah, I think we're good here. I mean, unless there's some kind of secret passage behind the wall, just conveniently there for us. I would like to investigate for secret tunnel. Okay, make a make a um, investigation check. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Roll a percentile. Let's let's see it. Let's do it. Let's find out. Is there a secret tunnel? 95! Wow. Let's see. Yeah, all right. There is, in fact, a, a, uh, a small room hidden behind a, uh, hidden behind a bookcase. Sarine pulls out the sitar and starts singing! <laughs> to lovers! Party for one another! I immediately start leaving the house to go find treasure. <laughs> All right. Good to know. I stick my head out and just belt into the college town air. Secret tunnel! Secret tunnel! There, yeah, well, there, there is the secret uh, tunnel. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, you, you dig through the shelves. You, you find the, um, the mechanism that uh, does allow it to uh, to open. Um, 
And inside, there is a small, uh, a small chest, sort of like a, a like footlocker, um, kind of chest. Looks like it, um, is old, um, probably 40, 50 years, maybe, mm, at least 30. Let's go with 30, right? Uh, there is a, um, there's sort of a, a crate box. It's open. That one's very easy. You look in there. It looks like it's a, an accoutrement of, uh, the wife's things from, from when she was alive. Um, and yeah, I will say the chest does look as though it is, um, you can tell there's an arcane lock, uh, spell on it. So. Oh. Can I spell it? Um, I forget. Can you? I think so. I, I have to Does spell. It? Uh, arcane, if I remember correctly, arcane lock will sup- no, dispel will suppress arcane lock. Mm-hmm. Um, the knock spell, like on the chimes of opening we have in our bag of holding, that will knock off arcane lock. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, it is impassable until it is broken or the spell is dispelled or suppressed. Knock suppresses it. You can dispel it. I will so, I, ha- I had it backwards then. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. I, I, I knew it was something along those lines. And, you know. You, you and Matthew are my two side uh, encyclopedias because, yeah, sometimes you need them. Uh, so you would like to dispel magic? Yep, third level. Third level. Okay, make me a spellcasting check, please. Thirty twenty. Okay. Um, so Arcane Lock is a second level spell, but you realize he's been, he has cast and infused this chest for so long that it, it has some resistance to it. Your working of the Dispel Magic is more than enough to suppress it. Um, it's going to be suppressed for about eight minutes, um, but, it, but it looks like this chest will eventually like reshut itself and relock itself. So we have eight, open it and go through stuff? Yeah. Okay. You as you uh throw as you throw the chest open. Um there is a um programmed illusion that is um that is in it and it um you can see it's on the corners of the chest, there are similar, although they look like far more rudimentary types of crystals that you guys had seen in in the workshop. And so from there, you sort of get the, uh, why fight it, uh, Star Wars hologram, right, of, uh, of the professor. And it looks like it's, it's him relatively recent. Um... And he, you can see him sort of, the first moment is, is definitely the, the person that like turns on the camera and like backs up into, into frame, right? 
Um, and it's just sort of his, his torso, kind of what, what we're at now. And, uh, hi, Sarah. Um, if you're seeing this, either I am, uh, right next to you, or I'm not, and, and if I'm not, um, I hope you were just snooping around, um, but if that's not the case, I'm sorry. And, uh, Grizz, where are you at this point? Uh, Grizz is probably kind of standing at the doorway, like, or halfway between where Stride went into the secret tunnel and Talroth left. Yeah, so so you're kind of splitting like, the difference. So you'd be the yeah. first, you would be the first one to see, um, Sarah hearing her dad's voice comes running to 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 see if it's him and she is very perplexed and and starts to ask questions immediately but then stops seeing what it is and um and she'll slowly move over and stand next to Saride so so she's at she's where it's looking right and um I um I know I didn't I know we didn't talk a lot in the past years and I am sorry. Your mom was was the talker. I I just liked to um I like to fix things. And it wasn't until I met your mom that I realized that things can't be fixed. And it wasn't until I met you that I realized I didn't care. I wanted to fix it all anyway. I am, I am so sorry that our relationship was one of those things that I'm not great at fixing. Um... But I see so much of me in our wild and and brilliant. And you want to go everywhere else so badly. And so I want you to know that you should, should go, should go and have an amazing adventure because that's how I met your mom and I wouldn't trade a single second of it. I, I know what that's like. So you have my blessing, have my love. And, um, if you dig a little deeper, find some of my old tools back when I was a little more um, hands-on. And I hope that they work for you. I hope you fix them. I, I hope you make them so much better. And I hope you forgive me for keeping you here. Making you go to that stupid school. I just I 
you have. But that is okay. Because it happens to everyone eventually. And waiting for you. But in the meantime, go. Do something amazing. Do something worth watching. And the image disappears. And Saraz make up the the thick um, goth hair eyeliner. It's just black tears down her face. And she uh, she looks into the chest and um, there's a cloak and looks like there are some Smithing tools, some tinkering. It's also on a on a belt. She just slings that over her shoulder, and she pulls out these two um, gauntlets, heavy armor gauntlets, and she goes to put it on, and it's comically large on her, and then the magic begins to make it very sleek and form fitting. And, um, she's like, it's, it's like a second skin. And then she kind of curls her fingers. And you hear her sob. And she... She pulls her into a hug. Uh, you do. She she starts to get up and she just kind of breaks down. And the so right as you're holding her, the metal of the gauntlets begins to encompass her in a um, a suit of armor, like in a creepy or in like a. Uh, not like a witchblade way. Like it doesn't strip her clothes okay, off. Okay. No, oh. it kind of it goes over. Yeah, yeah. I'm a very cool dad. I figured, but it's yeah. it, it, like like Iron Man style. Sure. Yeah. 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 Like Iron. Yeah. Exactly. Iron Man style. Yeah. Um, for anybody that that has not read uh, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, it appears that her dad was a art an armor artificer, or he was a an artificer of some variety in the past. You get that now. It's sort of piecing together the 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 bird thing that was protecting her. Mm-hmm. You suspect she's probably she's either that's her steel defender of some kind, her artificer familiar, um, but her dad probably adventured as an artificer and um, transitioned to academia when he had a family.
Um, Sarai's going to start telling her about uh, Thosin, and I realize he's here somewhere. But, yeah. Um, you know, how he he also builds things, um, and you know, it's probably nothing like your, what your, your dad can do, but um, he can maybe teach you some more practical things, or if, you know, if you just want to like pound some metal and uh, you know, work or not, or anything. I... Right, right. I, um... I want to go with you. I know. Um, but... But he's my dad. He is, and I don't think they've hurt him. They need him. And if something happened to you while we were trying to get him back, Briz is going to step forward, mm-hmm. just kind of in, into the room and kind of follow her. And looking up at her to meet her eye, I think as someone who has lost people, and you haven't lost anyone yet, we're going to get them back. I'm not going to stop you from going with us. But you follow this rule. If things go south, if things go bad, you run. I'm not going to lose you. We're going to get your father back. These things aren't going to take anyone else from any of us. You run. You grab your father and get out of there. Doesn't matter if the rest of us are dead. You don't try and stand your ground against these things. They're dangerous. We're not going to stop you from coming with us, but you have to accept the reality of the situation. This is going to be bad. We're going to get your father back. Get him out safe. I... I accept. I just... Stay close to the badger. And Grizz turns and walks. Um. Sorry, that was a little... Snarly. Um... Chris is going to cast another use of uh, speak with animals. Okay. And just, you protect in in badger speak. Benedict, you protect that girl with everything you can. Chris, I will protect her with my life, as though she were you. Above me in this situation. I shall protect her as though she were above you. And then Chris just leaves. guys head to the little empire Tyroth you beat them there by about 10 minutes um, they lock up the house on the way out uh, is there anything you would like to do upon grabbing treasure or just waiting for everybody to, to regroup uh, probably we've just been chatting with her a little bit just kind of filling treasure in on what he's found out so far with what they've been discussing for the past few weeks with well, plans that may come up. Sure. Plans. 
But yeah, I mean, even just now, just had to dip out pretty fast because uh, there was some secret door behind the bookcase. I just kind of cracked a joke, and there it was. So, all right, maybe maybe these uh, fake cards, and I'll pull out the deck. Maybe these things are waking up a little more than I care to. I mean, um, let's just put those away for now. I'm glad all we did was play poker with them and not something else. Yeah. Although even I am kind of wondering if maybe uh, you kind of confused me a little bit by saying drop down trap cards and stuff. Hell, maybe that woke, maybe that's what woke him up. Oh, uh, well, trap cards are actually another game. Wait, what kind of game? It's this whole game involving monsters and then magic. It's weird. Don't worry about it. Well, some kind of gathering of magic game. Something like that. Something like that. Well, at least these are going to be a little bit of a step closer in planning what's going to happen with... Uh, oh, hang on. I think I see uh, Sarat and Grizz. Wow, she stopped telling about that secret tunnel. Sarat is crying into, sh- into like Thosin's shoulder. Okay. she Okay. I don't know. Maybe she wore herself out singing. I don't know. You can see the, um, you can see Sarai is, is armored, uh, now as the group, uh, as the group approaches. Say what? Her face too? Not yet. No, she, it's, it's still, uh, just up to her neck. So, um, yeah, you guys come walking up to the to the little to the little empire uh, just because it's it's literally still the same day. Um, there is the uh, the Jeremy um, Fredericks in the jar, uh, the serving boy. Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. The Jeremy, yeah. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, he'll um he'll come. I'm so glad I found you guys. Zia left before we could get the slow roast pheasant. It's been in its twelve hour spit, and it's ready. I don't know if it's peasant or pheasant. I don't know anymore. There's so much. It's just been so much. Um. But it's on the table. Jeremy! To them! Get get the food for them! Right? No, that, that's fine! Oh, it's oh, absolutely... Oh, oh. Jeremy, oh, Jeremy, oh. Jeremy, oh. Jeremy, how about you sit down, have some food, have oh. a rest? That'd be very nice. Just have a seat. That's a, you can see the Slurus pheasant. I see a little bit of some meringues out. Yeah. You relax. Okay. Right, sit down. Have a... Okay. Here you go. He, um, he sits down. He goes, oh, right. The meringue. Um, I'll, I'll go to the kitchens and grab that for you, lad. You- and and he, you see him concentrate super hard to get, like, a little uh, produce flame uh, that makes the little, like, blowtorch to, to torch the, the meringue. 
And he's like, okay. I said to wait until you got here to do this part. I'm so sorry. And as he's sitting, you notice that, like, the um, the fake horsey that is, like, part of his getup, he's, like, had to turn it sideways. So he's got, like, horse head here and horse butt here. And they're, like, his <laughs> his things and his lance is, sit- is like, way up sitting on, on the side of the table. Okay. Have yourself a nice meal, lad. That's You've earned it. You've done a lot. That's... I appreciate it. It's just, you know... Thanks. That's tough if you're not a legacy around here. And he'll kind of burn part of part of the pie again. And then, like, he kind of looks around for a fork and... Grizz oh. pulls one out of his back pocket. And oh, okay. Hands it over yeah, to him. as as you do, he's like, "Oh, you could tell he he had started like drawing a a transmutation circle on the table to make like a like a fork for himself." And he's like, "Thank you." We have enough money for a scholarship for this kid, right? Like we <laughs> we understand that we're now funding his collegiate career. <laughs> Don't ask Grizz; he has no money. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm aware. That's why I wasn't looking at him. Benedict might. I swear to God. Never know what Benedict does. Has. Not any money. I'll let you know that much. He's out of out of scratch. Um. So so Jeremy's taken care of. Um. What would you guys like to do? Well, I guess I'll uh, just kind of sit down at a table, like not like right next to him, but just far enough away where we can have we can have a chat but still kind of keep an eye on whatever breakdown is about to happen from this poor kid jeremy he's okay once he starts eating he he it's odd you know those days when you finally get to eat something and you're like oh life's worth living at the very least sugar exists so can't all be bad let me know what we're doing and Grizz actually goes into the kitchen is going to cover Jeremy's shift while uh, <laughs> he's eating and relaxing. So you, well, I, you, Jeremy's actually spo- – he was supposed to be off shift after um, after the lunch rush, but there was so much order that was still coming out that he had to they, – they extended him. So once once, okay. once you do his side work, you're, you're good to yeah. go. Yeah. So you're just rolling napkins while we're having this, rolling silverware <laughs> yeah. while we're having yeah. this conversation. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, I've, I've, I've hairnet on. Because, <laughs> yeah, of course Grizz has a hairnet. Of course, yeah. 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 And, and the beard net? Well, that's why it's so tightly braided. Uh. Um, are we... Two questions. Are we going after them tonight? I will say that you guys have sat Sarah over with Jeremy to eat something. You get the feeling she probably hasn't eaten either and is trying to sober up at the same time. Um, so, yeah. So so you are having this conversation without her uh, immediately listening in. The question is, do we go not at 100% and take advantage of 
time? Or do we take the chance to rest up, hit him with everything we've got in the morning? Well, the thing I'm looking at, uh, there's two more that we know of, yeah? Yeah. Do we know where they are? They imagine back at better nest that we've been to, unless they have a second hidey hole. Well, I know there was talk about the library, but I don't know if that was just some kind of front or if maybe their actual little nest is in there. The library, Tarak and I had actually were there earlier this week. Oh. Um. There was a really snooty elven lady there that didn't look anything like an actual librarian. Oh, that stuck up, bitch? Yeah. I, I kept trying to get a couple scrolls off her, and she just kept trying to throw me off of it. Honestly, Sorak and I were just making trouble. Oh. Are we going tonight? I am fine to go tonight. But if Same. You're, if, but if anybody's not going to be at 100%, we can go in the morning. I can take tonight to try to snuff out where they may be. I just need four hours. I can make do with four hours. Then she's going to go upstairs and sleep. Okay. You're going to trance? Okay. Uh, and I think Grizz leaving Benedict with Syrah mm-hmm. uh, is going to go and try to, over the next couple hours, try to scout out the, the nest. And if he can, kind of stake out the library for a little bit just figuring out where they've gone so those two places are not close to each other um so okay uh, you you can you you want to visit the nest and then go to the library or you let's just stake out the library just stake let's out the library figure okay. that out because we know we know where the nest is and how to get into it so okay all right um what information actually uh, for the four hour, Grizz is going to go back to the lab mm-hmm. that uh, the professor, um, as Mendes, yeah. was at, and he's going to see if he can, not the mind flares, but he's going to see if he can find the tracks from uh, as Mendes walking and see if he can't okay. trail them that way. Okay. Um All right. Make a survival check. It's going to be a pretty high difficulty because the a chunk of this is over like stone, cobblestone, and yeah. a paved area. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to be pretty high. But let's see if you can. While while Grizz is doing that, Tauroth Treasure, what are you guys up to? I think from the last time I played, did I have a long rest? No. Uh, no. Okay, so I'll go ahead and take a long rest then. Okay. Uh, yeah, if Grizz is going down to the lab to try to track that way, yeah, I'll probably check around the library. 
and just see if maybe there's like alleyways or a back way in or something behind the building that just looks off. Okay. Um, okay, make an investigation check on that. Grizz, you... So you're not you're not going to be able to track you're not going to be able to follow the tracks all the way back to the nest, but you follow them well enough and you find them intermittently, right? And it is it is frustrating, but you you do get some decent information. Whichever direction they were taking the professor was not towards the nest that you guys had previously cleaned out. Okay. Um, is it in kind of the general direction of the library or just, it is perpendicular to the library. So it would pass the library, but libraries down here, it's going this way. So like, okay. Right. Yeah. So different. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I mean, vaguely for a, for a minute. Yeah. In the direction of, and then you're like, oh, it's going past that. Acid. Okay, so I know there's a third location. Yeah. Tell Roth. Natural 20 for a 28. Okay. So. A few things about the library. Um, clearly designed and built via magic. Uh, you, you, you've known magicians your whole life, right? Uh, you're ta- we're talking some form of... Um, like, you wouldn't know the exact spells, but I'm talking like instant fortress, those sorts of things, right? Where it's like a pop-up place, okay? But we've stepped that up. It's definitely become permanent since it's been here. It is it is attached to the city. So there is only one way in and one way out. There is definitely um, extra-dimensional, like, like mini-plane space within the inside of it. You don't know that it, you don't believe it's connected to the city sewers in any way. It has its own system for for all of that. There probably is an entrance on the roof. Um, it probably is guarded or alarmed in some way. There are alleys around here, and you find evidence of a specific alley spot where the you can see the the wall bricks uh sort of you can see the line of like the the this has kind of been cut out right and as you're investigating it 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 does um you're pretty sure this could open you've recently begun tapping into magic in your own way. I would like you to make a spellcasting ability check uh, just attempting to infuse the wall with some latent magical energy. Alright, so spellcasting ability for me is going to be wisdom. Yes. Looking for a 16. Dirty 20. Okay. 
as you're so so initially you're attempting to to manifest the winds that have sort of begun to come at your control and, and you're you're kind of hitting that cantrip right and in with your natural 20 something comes to mind that it's not that it these are they're mind flayers they're arcanist mind flayers but they're mind flayers so they still have to rely on psychic and telekinetic force and although you probably don't have any spells along those lines just the the concentrating of mental energy in that way uh, begins to sort of infuse the wall and you can't you can tell um, that it is working it, it because unless you have a a telekinetic or or telepathic spell do you Uh, the closest I have is speak with animals. Sure. Yeah. But, it, but at least you, but at least you can access that portion of, of the area, right? It, you're going to open it. You've rolled well enough. It's just going to take you more time than you would like. But as you're discovering it, you, you see that it, um, it does a couple of things. It depresses deep and it creates this sort of, um, alcove. And a, a staircase, uh, about 10 feet in, there's a staircase that sort of turns down. As you're looking around the alcove after the wall has sort of pressed back, you can see signs of struggle. Um, you can see bits of broken wands, staves, um, a shattered orb. See um, small sprays of blood, nothing that would be lethal. But uh, there's definitely enough along a specific portion of like the walls and not near the staircases. It's all relatively close. But you get the feeling between this and, and the description of, of the red-haired woman, girl, um, this, is, this is where the mind flayers would abduct like Frederick, um, lure them back into this alley, and there's one particular spot where the blood is probably dried. It's it's definitely dried. There's no wet blood here, um, but it's stained. It's stained the the ruddy copper red that uh, red brown that blood turns into, especially over time. And you get that it's it's probably where these people would get mind blasted, and their or their nose would bleed, or they would pass out, and like that's about where their head would fall pretty regularly. Um. So yeah. All right. Uh, just kind of looking around at all that. I'm just going to try to close that door carefully, and just quickly, quietly, make my way back to everybody. Okay. Yeah. Um, the hours pass. You guys get back. Treasure's still asleep as, um, as Saride wakes up. It is three in the morning. Um, after the party, after the, um, you guys were probably there 11.30, so 3.30 in the morning when she went down to trance. Um, treasure won't be up until the sun's up, unless you wake her up. Want to? She's a barbarian. I don't 
know how that's going to go for you, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, if we're, if my math is right, we still have plenty of time before the third Mind Flayer can come back. Before he can cast Plane Shift. So he has 24 hours? So he can cast it once per day. Right. Sunrise. So okay. You would think sunrise. If it, yeah. Um, Saride is in summer when she wakes up. Okay. What does summer look like on Saride for those of us that oh. have not been here? <laughs> is that better? Uh, yeah. Um, so pretty much the same. Uh, her skin is tanner and uh, the freckles are gone and her hair is just gold. And she is, her, her eyes are fiery, but not, not like in a special way. She's just, she's got a lot of motion right now. Okay. So what is the plan, guys? You waking up treasure? Are you waiting until morning? What do you think, Riz? Uh, should we just try to go for it now or let treasure sleep a little more? I, you lot have traveled together for a lot longer than I've known you, so you're much more aware of your capabilities. If it's fighting three of them at full strength or two of them at not 100%. Well, treasure has blasted into battle, tits blazing, so going uh, unarmored will be right up her alley. Well, well let me right. let me th- let me throw this wrench into it, okay? If you guys, if Talroth and Grizz don't rest, they have to make a Constitution save against exhaustion. Hmm. Yeah, my con ain't that good. I could just do the do a transfer the four hours and just kind of wake up when Treasure wakes up. Okay. I think I'm going to have to risk just pulling an all nighter. Okay. Sounds good. So we await. We you guys wait for the morning. Grizz, you have the other chunk of the night. You do get Tauroth's information, so that that is still with you. What would you like to do with the last half of that night? Um, are the kitchens unlocked? Um, even if they're not, we'll say that you uh, you catch Jeremy on his way up, and he'll 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 give you the key to the kitchen. Sure, perfect. Uh, Grizz is going to go and make uh, breakfast for everybody. Um, okay. Like normally, it's as uh, yeah, it's with one hour of work or when I finish a long rest. So. Um, yeah, he's going to take just from the piles of food that went uneaten that ended up back in the kitchen. He's going to make like Thanksgiving leftover sandwiches for everybody. Okay. Sure. All toothpick and package those. He's going to make nice box lunches for everybody. Sounds good. Yeah. Make Uh, me a culinary tools check. I will let you pick which ability score you want to utilize doing this. Uh, 15. Which ability score? Uh, wisdom. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. It is It is well cooked. It is hearty. It is... It tastes good. Um, there. There's... Yeah, 
it the they are it is a wonderful wonderful picnic with uh nothing nothing falling falling short so cool well and then yeah that's the that's the one that four people eat does gain four temporary hit points okay for for eating them and that's he's going to give to the three of you stride talrath and treasure and then one to Sarah. okay she will have one um and then I'm going to make my constitution saving throw against exhaustion, right? Please. Uh, 22. Yeah. You're, you're focused. You're there. You're feeling it. You got it. You got it all together. It always refreshes me in the morning. And then we'll go and at set up, go and knock on everybody's doors, hand them a sandwich. and Okay. Yep, you get everybody on the move. Um, that's not what I wanted to click. Anything special in the morning from Treasure or Tauroth? Okay. Well, actually, yes, one thing. Okay. Uh, Probably when Treasure is getting ready, I'll just take out the cards that I have and just kind of take a minute to lay them out and set up a, set up like a, a certain pattern of three cards on top, four cards in the middle, three cards in the bottom, okay. almost kind of like a wheel. And then just kind of talk to the cards and spend a minute to cast Augury. Okay. What... Um... What question are you posing to this to the cards? I'm just rereading the spell to see the question again, but ah yeah. Uh, should we are we walking in into some kind of trap with these vine flares? And then I'll flip the card for the answer. Um, okay. The so we um, I will say. Whoa. Say, or uh, the card that you flip um, is a card of danger and a card of um, haste. It is a version of of what normal tarot cards would would assume, like the chariot card, right? But it is so. So I'm going to say we land well. There, there, there is some benefit to you going now, but there is also danger going now. So yes, we land well. There we go. I'll just kind of look at that, pick up all the cars, and just slide them back into my belt pouch. Okay. Um. So Ride is going to um, 
while those in sleeping um, take like a nail or something out of his um, like forge kit Mm -hmm. um, and put it like she'll take a nail and like turn it into a brooch or something. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You're blind baby cat. (laughs) She has a lot of feelings about what's happening she right now. Does. Um, she has so many feelings. So many feelings. Um, so that she has something that is Branos adjacent. Yeah. In case, just in case. That's all. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Treasure, anything for you? Uh, currently, no. She's just going to kind of get herself together Look at blood burner. No, it's been a little bit. You're ready to crack some skulls? Some skull cracking skulls, because you know they do that. No. There will be no cracking of skulls. We will bisect the corpses that know they've died. Then we will set their corpses aflame. In the pyres of our vengeance, let all bear witness to our rage. We'll get some coffee on the way there. Black. All right. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, you haven't been here, Grizz. I've got no. a possessed axe. <laughs> Would we all have heard that conversation? I will say so. So in this instance, yes, you guys do all hear. Uh, you have you don't always hear hear blood burner. Uh, a lot of times it's a telepathic conversation. Uh, this one when she when she talks to it, because um, I'm guessing you're looking at it when you're talking to it. Yeah. Great. Okay. So when so when you talk to it, like you sort of. You sort of feel the vibrations just emanating off of it. And so the voice comes, um, it's racked with uh, like like sort of ringing metal and, uh, and like bowing wood, right? Just everything that makes this axe haft and, and head um, sort of vibrating. And um, as it's... Beaks. You can see the thinnest blue of of fire, sort of washing like waves, uh, like a sound wave, right? Like an equalizer over the the head of of the axe, and um, and actually, when treasure, when you when you say it is possessed, uh, it it will, the fire will sort of run down to, to your hands. Like he knows you're resistant to fire, but it is just that you feel the charring along your fingertips. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. He's not possessed. Blood burner is this ax. Yes. And beyond that, I know we, are the fires of revolution. 
like him. Oh, he's great. Good Definitely great handy against, uh, well, really anything that upsets you, which is a lot. We probably should get him to put a little bit of cream in his coffee just to kind of tone the murder down some. But I think, given the situation, I think the murder up is all about, like... I have to agree. We're we're going full black coffee today. Well, we could make it a red eye. Just drop some espresso in there. Yes. Or... She's going to set a little thing of coffee next to Bloodburner. <laughs> Dark roast. Right, we all good to go? Because uh, we, we, we got uh, time to go. Now. Yeah, that's, let's move. Uh, Sarah, you still want to come with us? That's, you don't have to. We'll bring him back. I do. I... Either I go with you, and we get him back together, or... Or if you don't bring him back now, I'm just going to have to do it again without you. So... Think you can do it? I want to be there. Stay close to the badger. It's cute. He's also quite dangerous. He'll protect you. Okay. At least get between you and other dangers. Treasure shares some of her morning pastry with Benedict. Is. Scratching him behind the ears. <laughs> Good boy. Good boy. Okay. Right. Let's go. You guys make your way to the library. Teroth, you leading them to the, the area in the back alley that you found. Okay. The door has been closed. Uh, you don't know if that happens naturally or if somebody stumbled upon it. Um... I'm also just keeping an eye out in any of those, like, would have been, like, hidey holes for maybe if there's, like, a bum sleeping there or somebody just sitting there. So it's actually pretty clean, and it, it is one of the factors about this city. Cardian is a very tidy city. There are very few, like, it It does not meet, it, it far exceeds medieval standards even fantasy medieval standards like it it is a clean it is a clean city um so even here in the alleyways they're relatively narrow um about 10 feet wide uh there are some um like cans for dumpsters and and things like that you uh those of you that were out last night you've actually seen some of like the unseen servants and the um programmed um animated objects that like sweep the streets, empty the trash, do those sorts of, of things. So there is no, as you're looking around, your passive is more than enough. There's no one in this alley um, that is currently here. All right. So I'll go up to the door, kind of explain what I did to try to open it and just start one more time. 
Okay. Um, do any of you attempt to assist with some form of magic, or are you leaving it to Talroth? Mage hand. Okay. Yeah, mage hand does help. It 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 moves it it moves it faster. Um, or message. I'm not entirely sure what I have that would like. Mage hands. You 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 try them both. Mage hands the strongest. Um, you get the feeling they probably use either like their mind thrust or um, some form of telekinesis to just open it very quickly. Um, but it is a very quiet opening. This is uh, designed to be open secretly, and and it does. It pushes about 10 feet in. Um, you guys, it is dark, uh, although the, the sun is up. About 8 in the morning, 8.30 closer to nine by the time you walk there um but in this little alcove it is dark even for dark vision no 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 i apologize for for normal can, people can sarah see um she you can she doesn't look like she can but she when she brings up the the helmet um there are you can see lenses sort of over the eyes that um, that adjusts, and you can see the the crystal um, glass that is over them. They re- it does remind you a bit of Sirach's, uh goggles of of uh, night vision. So, all right, I'll throw my hood up and just kind of start scouting down. Okay, you make your way down the stairs. Uh, it's about a 10-foot descent. Carefully, as you are going, there is a door uh, immediately at the bottom of the steps. I'm going to check to see if it's trapped or locked. Sure, make an investigation check. Thirteen. Okay. Doesn't look trapped. Um, and in fact, there there's no real like handle for it to necessarily be locked. But with the inspection on it, you can tell there is an arcane lock upon uh, upon the door. Hmm. And if we're trying to get in quietly, uh, hitting it with a chime might be a little too much. I'll just backtrack and just let everybody know the door, there's an arcane log on it. Sorry to walk up and just cast a spell, third level. Okay, it does. I'm going to try to be quiet from this point forward. Alright, so hood up, trying to stealth in, Okay. open a door and just see what I see. Okay, yeah, everybody make me um, stealth checks, please. Uh, 22 for Grizz, and Benedict rolled a natural 20. Hey, good job, Benedict. 19. Okay. 31. Okay. Six. Yeah! Are you still rolling with disadvantage? I am not. I just rolled bad. Okay, I'm just checking. Oh, all right. Um, the 
actually, you can tell that um, Sarah's armor, although it looks large and heavy, um, doesn't doesn't make nearly the amount of noise you would anticipate it to. So uh, that is that is good. She rolls considerably better than treasure. Um, you guys are making your way in. The door does open. It opens to a uh, dark gothic stoneworked hallway that is that is sort of deep and very straight, well hewn. Um, although the stones that are used to make it uh, perpetually seem damp, just ever so slightly. It's as though they were sweating in some weird way. Um, you begin to walk down the hallway. It is about a hundred feet before it turns a sharp right-hand corner to the left and begins another descent about 10 feet stairs. I'm going to assume you are investigating as you go. Um, so make me just one flat investigation check. We will take your f uh, passive as a floor. That's a 24. Okay. Nicely done. All right. So yeah, you are making your way uh, down, down. Um, take down the steps very carefully just before you get to the bottom um, actually it's about three steps from the top you can tell that one of the steps is is pressure plated or uh, to be a trap um, you can kind of see the steps beyond it you're not sure if there will be additional pressure plates um, on them and try to step over it. Um, I mean, you can easily step over one step, right? But you're not 100% if that's going to work for everything or if that's going to set something off further down the line. Does the trap look like it can be disabled? It does look like a mechanical trap. Yeah. All right, I'll just kind of pull the hood down for a second to turn everybody. Give me just like a couple minutes uh, and just explain what what I'm finding. Okay. Sounds good. So yeah, you you get the hood down. You you crouch down. It's a little uncomfortable because uh, you're trying. Before he does that, can I pop a bolstering magic on him? Um, which. For 10 minutes, the creature can roll a d3 whenever making an attack or an ability check and add the number rolled. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Two. Sweet. All right, and um, Thieves Tools check with Dex? Yes. Uh, 
with the two from treasure, that's a dirty 20. Okay. Yeah. That is enough. And as you get your tools down in there, you begin to work over this plate. You actually realize that the plate for this trap um, is you have to step on it. Um, If you, if there's any weight on the steps beyond this step without that being depressed is what triggers the trap. Um, And you, it doesn't have to be a lot. Like you, you can sort of feel the weight on it and it's about just about five pounds, which you all can piece together is the weight of, uh, of just mage hand of somebody just pushing down on that step. Um, Because the, the mind flayers you have seen just float everywhere they go. So, there's there's that bit. Um, so yeah, you, you are able to disarm that. You continue to make your way down um, and around the, the corner. Um, and you re-enter this. Um, there's another bricked door. You guys make your way through that. You check it for traps. It's not. Um, and you guys have re-entered the sewer system that you were in yesterday. Um pretty far from where you were and you get the feeling that they probably have a few of these few of those um hidey hole enclaves spread throughout the city um you pick up on the traps that are there and tracks tracks not traps tracks and you begin to make your way towards not the college but towards the um, western edge of the city. It's where, like, the political buildings, where, like, the town hall is, seems to be about where they about where they are, between Tauroth's uh, mastery of cartography and Grizz's tracking abilities and you guys both being supernatural mind savants. Um, you're able to, to kind of know where you guys are. Um, what is the order you guys are walking in? I'll be up ahead, probably about 20, 30 feet. Okay. I'm in the back. Okay. I think Benedict is in front of Saride, um, and I'm in front of Sarah, keeping her between the two of us. Okay. So treasure is in front of Grizz or in front of Grizz? Okay. Yes. Sounds sounds good. I'd like all of you to make me a perception check, please. Uh, 22. Okay. 29. Okay. Uh, 14, but a pass of a 20. Okay. 6. Okay. But I have a passive of 11. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Um, you guys can tell the they're actually laid a um, false set of tracks that turns down one of of the tunnels and has sort of dragged feet marks and and shows signs of of struggle um and it's down that um 
that hallway that you can sort of peer out and notice that there are uh, in the waters uh, the writhing sort of tentacle masses that lay in wait uh, for you. Um, but as you've noticed that, you sort of turn and look around, and it's Saride eventually that hears ever so faintly the sound of sounds like a beak snapping down down the hallway to your right Megan's flesh just crawled I hate these things God beaks are for birds damn it okay so she's to message to everybody to it's right to the right Tauroth, you turn down that direction. Um, as you're walking, you can see that there are a couple of more of those arcane wards, those glyphs, on the floor. And up beyond that, you can see that there is a wall. Um, you suspect similar Perhaps an illusion. Um, what would you guys like to do? So the illusion would be to our right, I think you said? Yes, yeah. There are gl- Just like the first place you found, there are, there are glyphs on each side, the water running through it, and then, uh, and then the illusion, or what you suspect is an illusion. Eight. Uh, you said the water runs like through the illusion, too. Like there's, yeah. And this is dirty water. I'm guessing it's not the f- not the clean water for the city. Um, you said there are like layered troughs. Yes. I imagine yeah. the one. Yeah, there are layered like- troughs. Um, it's not raw sewage. Okay. This is probably like a storm drain. Okay, that was my yeah. concern. Um. Is pulls out his uh, chef's knife, puts it into his teeth, and slides into the like storm drain. Okay, just so that like his mouth is just poking up above the water. All right, predator <laughs> style. I like it. Yeah. Is it looking like that's the only way in? Unless we want to spend resources getting rid of the glyphs. Ah, uh, you got a good point. Mm. Treasure just takes out Blood Burner, holds him above her head, and just kind of slides in after Grizz. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to get, just pull a piece of cloth out, just wrap the handle of my sword, and go in after them. Okay. There's still, like, like elevated places to walk that isn't water, right? Yeah, but there's glyphs, the exploding glyphs behind, between them. You can dispel them if you want. They've they've crawled into the into the water. Fine. Okay. Saride begrudgingly uh, climbs into the water. 
Because she does, and her dress immediately like balloons up. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> trying to push it down. Um, okay. I, I imagine Benedict is strides like pushing her dress down is like at the edge of the water, like batting at it as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to help. She mad. Thank you. She's not being stupid about it. She's very quietly. <laughs> yeah. Pushing it down. She just mouths, thank you to Benedict. Who slides into the water in front of you. <laughs> okay. Sarah will will join you guys in, in the water. Um You guys begin swimming uh up towards the front. And as you are going, you get to where the water is sort of sort of rushing, um, sort of filtering down and through. It's the part of the wall that should be illusory. Um, but as you as you press against it, you can feel that it is real. That it's a solid wall. I'll kind of check underneath, maybe see if there's something to kind of go under. Um, so, yeah, it, it kind of feels like it's graded. Um, at one point, the water does sort of sort of filter through the rocks, right? And you can see where the, the drain from up above sort of filters over it. Um, how, can I... How far... Okay, sorry. Make a sentence, bitch. Um, we're in the water. How far down the wall are we? Um, well, uh, even going from top to bottom, it feels solid. Okay. There, there does seem to be some grating underneath. Um, the tracks lead through the wall. You, you guys have seen that. Um, if you want to make intelligence checks or an arcana check, um, you may do so. I'd like to make Arcana. Okay. Arcana only if you're trained, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Or if these are your favorite enemies, I, I would I would allow that. Are they plants? They are not. Then <laughs> 21. Okay. 14. Sounds good. Fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Roll with advantage. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. Sounds uh sounds good. So I I can't give you any details about it. Um, at one point, this was an illusion, and it has made it, it has been made manifest. Uh, you get that this was probably in part due to the technology that um, Professor Zmandius, Zmanidis, uh, Ismanidis, that was it, uh, Ismanidis, has been working on. 
Um, so this is solid stone now. It wasn't at one point. Um, she'll message to Sarah. Do you think there's anything that you could do to get through this? Um, I might be able to shatter it. Uh, let's hold off on that for a minute. Does the grate look like I can pull it out of place? So it's stone grated. Oh, okay. It, it is. It is not a regular grate. This was not built. The water just has to flow. So when they designed the illusion, basically they imagined the water being able to flow through there. And when it became solid, so it's just rock down there. You can you can probably you can break it. It's going to be underwater. It's going to be a little difficult. Um, is it something that maybe a badger could? With a burrow speed, kid? He could, yeah, he can burrow through. It's rock. He can burrow through this. Yeah, that's, uh... I know I did not roll, um, but do I think Dispel at a high enough level could fix it? Ooh, uh, so normally, yes. Normally, uh... Because it's gone permanent? Yeah, you're not sure what the effects of that technology would have on attempting to dispel it. It is still magic. It was created by magic. So you could attempt to dispel it. I'm gonna... I'm gonna try to dispel it. Okay. Yeah, make a uh, make the ability check. I'm doing it at fifth level. Oh, okay. Still gonna need the ability check. I know. I just want to let you know. I appreciate it. Magic number fourteen. <laughs> so fourteen is not enough to dispel it, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm sorry. DC 17. Um, Benedict begins to burrow. And if it's possible for him to like do it at the surface of the water so that it's kind of muffled. Okay. But, yeah. Like, yeah. He, yeah. He, it's it's yeah. going to take him longer to do it in water. Uh, yeah. So you guys are hanging out there. Just how's everybody's day going? How about you? Yeah. Uh, Benedict is going to burrow through this. It's going to take him some. Going to take him. Uh, I don't know, two three minutes, a minute, right? Realistically, he is ten feet around. Yeah, he burrows real fast. Um, so we'll say with water and all the difficulty, a minute at most. Um, and so through the water begins to pour through a little quicker. Uh, but you guys do have just under the surface of the water this badger. Hole, a uh, medium-sized creature that you can you can swim through. You say margin order. Okay. Let's kill us some squiddies. Talroth, as you uh, make your way through, um, people right behind you, you guys swimming very quietly under the water. The water's not clear, but it is not um, fouled, right? 
uh, and it is dark in here, but as you are going, Tauroth, you see looks like this little gray worm, kind of. Then you realize it's it's not a worm. It's actually one of the one of the wrinkles of a part of a brain that has been um, you're not sure if it's been cut or dissected or upchucked or, or what but it's just sort of and that's where we're going to take our break so uh, we are going to be back at 9.30 to end this behold, this uh, Mind Flayer nonsense. We will see you guys in just a couple of minutes. But until then, stay tuned. And welcome, everyone. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... I'm Andrew. I'm playing Grizz, the Dwarven Beastmaster Ranger. With his trusty sidekick, Benedict the Badger. Sorry. Hi, I'm a collectible collectible baseball card with weapons grade strength bubblegum Megan and I'm playing Saride Landir the Eldrin Glamour Bard okay hey y'all uh, Hamaz I am playing Talroth Oakenblade the Wood Elf Scout and I'm Kez and I'm playing Treasure Nightcrafter the Tiefling Barbarian alright guys you have just swam into the layer of these mind flayers and Tauroth you had just seen a little bit of brain uh, go running down uh, the flow of the water past you um, up above above the the waterline you can see an eerie glow of green and purple that sort of undulates throughout the the surface above washing over the ripples of this river. It is beginning to narrow. Uh, let me rephrase. It's beginning to get shallower. So even as you stay towards the bottom, if you continue to swim, they're five or ten feet. You are going to be forced up to the surface. Um, what would you guys like to do? Is there like a walkway that we can get up on? Yeah. Left and right. Yeah. Alright. I will quietly, carefully, just still hood down and just try to make it up there and keep low. Try to stay low profile. Okay. Make a make a stealth check. Um, a flat roll. Because I've never seen or heard a person get out of a pool quietly. Out of any any body of water, quietly. No, like there's always like it. I like, yeah. I don't. I, I get what you mean. I get yeah. what you mean. Okay. Yeah, I, I have a feeling the dice roll is going to screw me on this one, so I'm going to go for <laughs> my actual dice. Sure. Twenty-three. Okay. You 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 as quietly as a person can. Navy Seal, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. You watch. You guys watch Tauroth, uh sort of go floaty body, kind of get one arm and leg up, and kind of shimmy <laughs> belly style onto the surface. What are, are the rest of you just waiting for his signal, or or what are you up to? Okay. 
I'm as yep. delicate as a freight train. I'm not moving until he tells me to. Okay, sounds good. Tauroth, you uh, you get up there. Um, what would you like to do? Do I see anything up there now? Okay, so, um, yes, you, yes, you do. Um, there is, you see th- the three mind flayers. They are here. Um, the, you see all along the walls. Um, there it is. That's what I was looking for. You see along the walls here, even back sort of past you. The only thing that doesn't seem to have them on it is the, um, illusory wall or the wall that was formerly illusory. You see along their brains in jars that are sort of stacked or placed in very, what is clearly sort of arcane stylings. And each of those has like a, I'm going to call it a prime brain, okay? A, a one that is sort of at the center of, if they're arranged on the wall in a pattern, it's the one at the middle. That one has one of those floaty crystal bits uh, from the professor's uh, uh, thing in front of it, sort of attached to it in some terribly arcane way. All right? You see the mind flayers. They are working about something. They're doing some sort of magical nonsense. You're not quite sure. But um, you can sort of feel the green flowing energy off of the the mind, the brains. Okay? And on a table, you can see the professor. Um, I need you to make a perception check. Twenty-one. Okay. It looks like there is something under his skin. But hard to tell what it is. At this distance, from this angle, you're like on the floor. He's on a table up there. You're just seeing, it might be a trick of the light, but you don't think so. Your eyes are pretty sharp. It looks like just something sort of. How how far from me and the water is the closest of the mind flares? Fifteen feet. Fifteen feet from the edge of the water, but that but it is um, the so the water. Just so you know, travels down the center of the room. It takes a left 90 degree where the storm drain is filtering the water out down. Okay. All right. I'm going to kind of carefully reach my hand back into the water just to kind of signal everybody. Okay. And just kind of hold up three fingers. Okay. And then just kind of make like that circle motion of three, two, one, go. Okay. 
Sounds good. Um, you guys all come bounding up out of the water, and as you do, you see the mind flayers have uh, have turned uh, to look at you even even before you have reached the surface. Um, the the brains and the jars are able to detect sentient creatures within a certain range. Um, I'd like everybody to flip for initiative. Let's do this. Oh, treasure. Ha there you go. I flip with advantage now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Looking good. Okay. Uh, oh. My mind flares are on a... I'm going to split my mind flares up because they have a chunk of things to do. So one is going to be on a jack. The other one's on a... Okay. I'm not going to put them back to back if I'm trying to split them up. Can't do that either. Come on. Or um, it's got a three, a jack, and I'm going to split the difference on a seven. A six. Okay. There we go. <laughs> um, who is up first? It's a ride. Are they all congregating around um, the professor? The one with the high collar is between you guys and the professor. He he is about five. His back is to that table, um, and he is looking at you. The the high collar emanating and the bits of sort of greenish and purple light sort of bounce in and around. It highlights the color of their skin. His fingers turned up and little licks of, of energy wrap off of them. And then in a perfect pyramid with him are the other two. Okay. And they're <clears throat> how far from me? Uh, I'm going to say the closest one is 20 feet. The furthest one is 30 feet. It's a, this is a pretty uh, small space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, where I am, can I see the green thing under his skin now? Um, <clears throat> if you want to use your bonus action to make a perception check, uh, you can. But this is where you guys, you jump up and mind flayers definitely take precedent over, over skin. Yep. All right. So she's going to yell out to Sarah. Um, mm-hmm. All right, sweetie, get ready to run. She's going to bamf to the professor. Okay. And I need, I, this isn't going to work, but I need High Collar to make a save of some kind. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking. That's fine. Um, yeah, no, I I just I was trying to fill the fill the dead air. All right, sorry. Yeah, so she uh and you can get Well, what's the saving? Oh, it's just my normal saving DC? What type thought, of save is the That's what I'm trying to figure out. Is the question. Um so you you used your um your racial ability to I'm teleport yourself face step right. to get there. Um, okay. Sure it has to Oh, there's no save. Okay, great. Fuck off. It takes, yeah, because it's not that much anyway. Um, he takes five points of fire damage. Okay. Yeah. 
sounds sounds good. And、uh, then that's her bonus action. Yes, it is. With her action, she is going to grab the professor and dimension door. As you fuck out of that lair. So as you grab the professor, because because once you're there with him, you can see there looks like a worm under his skin, behind like yeah. We're gonna deal、ear. with that in a second. Okay. We're gonna get him out right now. All right. Where are you dimension dooring to? Um, to the end of the wall, where we came from. How far? You know why I'm asking? Uh, th- th- probably. Uh, no. Wh- you don't. Wh- what? Why do you think I'm asking? Fill time while I panic. Uh, no. I I don't know. Okay, then then I need you to pick. I'm not a smart spellcaster. Um, you know what? Fuck it. It's fuck, fuck, fuck. I'll split it. It's 500 feet. She's gonna go 200. 200. Okay. Fine. Um. <clears throat> I was asking because of the cliffs, because if you if you had chosen very close to the wall, they you would have arrived and and triggered the explosive. Oh、glyph. no, she's much smarter than I am. Okay, that、uh, that's fine. So yeah, you you pick a distance further further than the glyphs. You you drop the professor there, and I'm guessing you're going to spend your movement running running back. I'm not going to send you the full two hundred. Oh no, she's going to stay with him, and her next turn is going to be trying to get that thing out of his face once she sees it. Okay, so so. Sounds good.、Um, here's the issue: he's not conscious, and as we have established, unconscious characters cannot give consent. So I need you to make an athletics check to drag him through the portal with you. Then, what? I'm sorry, you cut out. I know. I'm yelling at my spell sheet. Hold on. Okay. I can only take a willing creature, so never mind. Ball、uh, sack. I no, I I will let you do it. I'm a. No, I, it's okay. Okay.、Um, I I here's the thing. I'm letting you do it because I I don't mind the spell being used that way,、uh, in any situation. But if they are not conscious, you have to drag them with you. You have to hold on to them. So it's a what check? Athletics check. Looking for a thirteen. Dirty twenty. There you go. So, so you grab him and just sort of muscling him off the table as he begins to fall. The weight's t- pouring onto you.、Uh, you had just planned on like falling backwards through the portal, but Sarai, in, in a burst of、uh, sisterly, motherly, protective energy, just sort of hefts him up. And she she has been、uh, spending a lot of a lot more time with those and on top.、So、there you, you go.、Know. Yeah. So so through through the portal, you guys go. Um, that is it for Saride. Who is up next? Tauroth. Yep. Okay. So seeing this happening right now, uh, oh boy, I'm gonna go ahead and just kind of quickly reach into my pouch for the cards. Okay. Kind of shuffle them one-handed real fast. Mutter a couple words. 
just kind of reach over and slap Treasure on the shoulder to cast Protection from Evil and Good on her against Aberrations. Okay. Sounds sounds good. Treasure, you have never seen Tauroth handle these cards uh, quite like that. It is impressive. Grizz, neither of you, but that's doesn't really say anything. You didn't even know he had cards. So there you go. So I have to keep concentration up for at least up to 10 minutes, but um, apparitions have disadvantage on attack rolls against treasure. Okay. Uh, she also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. Aha. Nicely done. So as I kind as I kind of tap her with the card, mm-hmm. go nuts. Okay. Duly noted. So that is my action. And question for DM. Okay. Since I cast the spell from the cards, can I still cast the spell f- another spell from the swords? Um so here is the deal. It uh what it it has to be what's your maximum spellcasting ability? Level. Oh, first level spell slots, so I can't. Okay. Okay. Alright, so that was my action. Uh I can't dodge as a bonus action, but I uh, can't really hide either. There's not really anywhere to hide. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and pull the swords out and just kind of get ready. Okay. Swords out and at the ready. After Tauroth, we're going to have the first Mind Flayer uh, go. So what I'm going to do for for the rest of it, I think, just for simplicity's sake for me, um, you guys flip high. You'll... Two of you will go Mind Flare, one of you Mind Flare, one of you Mind Flare, right? So, there we go. Um, so, it is going to be High Collar, as as we know him. And um, you hear his mind uh, begin to emanate out across all of you. And... Uh, yeah. Oh, I've been quite the thorn in side. That is alright. While your minds are dim, I know there's at least some value in But for now, let's make sure stand what you're up against. Yes, sure. And his, his skin begins to, to vibrate. And you watch as all three mind flares, the brains begin to sort of undulate as well, the energy bouncing uh, between them. And you can see uh, all three mind flares come under the effects of the haste spell. Um, and they are going to... Uh, the high collar is going to come rushing forward at um, Tauroth. You're the closest person, so at Tauroth. And he is going to make a uh, tentacle attack with his, his attack uh, ability. Um, 
That is a natural 16 plus 7 for a 23. That's going to hit. Okay. Um, so that is some psychic damage plus uh, you are grappled. Yay. And I need you to make an intellect saving throw. Oh, intelligence save? Yep. Uh, you take 10 points of psychic damage. Does he still have the bonus from the bolstering? Bolstering? Oh. He got four temp hit points. Yes. Oh, no, the bolstering magic that Treasure did earlier. I think it would have expired by now. How long does it? Yeah, it usually lasts 10, last minutes, 10 yeah. minutes. So I don't, I don't think so. Oh, wait, when did you do that? You did that just before he... Just before he disarmed the first trap. Oh, on the staircase? We're pat. Yeah, no, sorry. Okay. Yeah. But we still have four sandwich points. Yes, you do. Sandwich Sandwich points. points. Had four sandwich points for me. All right, so intelligence save first. Fell off the table. Nat 20. Hey, you are n- <clears throat> you are not stunned. That is very good and exciting for you. And now my <clears throat> con save, because I'm maintaining concentration on a spell. Yeah, that's a total 14. I'm fine. Yeah, you are. Okay. Um, so when... Uh, because of... You guys notice there's another spell that they had cast previously and were concentrating on. Um, Now that the the Mind Flayer is that much closer, his muscles, even just in his, like, bony fingers, they've got, like, little, like, Popeye muscles. Like, this this Mind Flayer is swole. Uh, Blithely swole. But, but swole. In fact, all of them seem, seem to be um there is some magic that is improving their um martial capabilities and so he is going to make a second attack with the tentacles again uh still against you Tauroth. uh that's not going to hit that's a 12 total to hit nope okay so that is it for uh that one who is up next it is Grizz. Grizz, go for it. Um, trying to pull somebody out of a tentacle, would that be an action or like an attack if it was... An action, unfortunately. To break a grapple action? is an action, yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, just double-checking to make sure I'm getting my economy right with Benedict. Mm-hmm. Uh... And when the Mind Flayers cast a spell, there was energy that radiated from the brains of the crystals in front of them? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, turning away from... So we're going to bonus action Hunter's Mark High Collar. Okay. And uh, that is at third level, because that's the only spell slots I've got left. Um, and we are going to make a, one of the... Uh, bracer flying dagger attacks against one of the crystals floating in front of the brain. Okay. 
Sounds good. So、uh, AC of the crystal is fifteen.、Um, they have twenty hit points. So go for it. Okay. So first attack is a twenty-five to hit. Yeah, that'll definitely hit. Plus six. So eight points of damage with the first one. Okay.、Uh, Second is a natural nineteen, so yeah, yeah, that'll that'll hit for another eight points of、uh, piercing damage. Okay, against the first one, both times that you hit that the crystal hits, it rings, and you can hear,、uh, you can watch the other crystals sort of ring and vibrate, and all the mind flayers twinge, even though they they try to look like they're not.、Um, They twinge ever so slightly, and you watch as the、uh, energy sort of bounces between them. That's a D twelve. That doesn't count.、Uh, okay, they do maintain concentration on the spells that they have up. The thorn in your sight, but I'm going to be a knife in your brain soon enough. And that's all of it. Sounds good.、Yeah. Uh, after her,、uh, after Grizz,、uh, Red is going to go. And you know this is the it's a if you can tell it's a feminine mind flare. I don't know how, but sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. Great tracks of land. There you go.、Um, little, oh, I would have figured he. I would have figured he's still wearing the wig because he liked it. Yeah, the color of his eyes. Well, I w- they do match the color of his eyes, but I was gonna say his tentacles have like red.、Um, Oh, if it's would it be lipstick or would it just be like nail polish? Red hair, red nail polish, something. No,、yeah. it's he's totally wearing the the Jessica Rabbit wig. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, 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 absolutely. Okay, so, um, Mind Flayer is going to swing. Uh, he's coming in from from the right, sort of dips down into uh. Into the side, bringing Grizz and Treasure into a line and manifests、uh, Lightning Bolt at、uh, fifth level. So I need both of you to make a Dexterity saving throw, please. And it's an effect I can still see, correct? Yes, it is. So I roll with advantage. Yes, you do. Know what it is with me? Your shows and Lightning Bolts. But... <laughs> Eleven, eleven, nineteen. Sixteen is the is the save. So that is going to fail.、Um, that is ten d six. So I'm just going to roll these twice. Dun dun. Having to do my math. Eleven, fourteen, fifteen. That was terrible. Uh, plus twenty-five, thirty-one, thirty-two points of lightning damage,、uh, reduced to half and full. So, um, and I still had from the night before six temporary hit points from the inspiring leader we got from Stride. I think because I didn't take a long rest, would I still have those? Uh, you would, yes, but temporary hit points don't stack. Remember, so if you, yeah, I didn't get one of the sandwiches, then you would have it. There you go. I don't、um, have it anymore, but so I had half of thirty-two for eighteen. I'm guessing sixteen, sixteen, sixteen. Yep. 
Okay, that is it for that mind. Oh, that no, he's gonna rush in and make a single attack.、Um, and I realize the other one should have only made one attack, even though it was a hasted attack.、Um, so he's gonna close the distance on Grizz and make a tentacle attack.、Uh, that is a nineteen to hit Grizz. That hits. Okay,、uh, so that is. Oh my God!、Uh, six points of psychic damage. Two ones.、Uh, you are grappled.、Uh, DC sixteen, and I need you to make the intelligence saving throw of sixteen. I got a sixteen on the dot. Okay, you save. Nicely done.、Um, after that, it is treasure. So Talroth and Grizz are both grappled, right? And、yes. Talroth is closer to me. Yes, they are. Okay. So, gonna rage. Okay. That's just what we do. Yeah. And I'm sure that after a few days of quiet,、uh, Bloodburner's itching for it. Yes. Yes. Rage. Rage.、Uh, let's go ahead and roll on that wild magic table. Ooh. Fun. Whenever a creature hits you with an attack roll before your rage ends, that creature takes a D6 of force damage as the magic lashes out in retribution. Nice. Yeah. Ow. So I'm guessing like she kind of shimmers for a second as she cries out in rage,、yeah. and she's going to try to cleave straight into the one that's holding Talroth. Okay. Go for it. Uh, reckless. Okay. That is going to be fourteen plus nine. Of twenty-three will hit. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll roll the second attack. Okay. You are cocked. That's also fourteen plus nine. A fourteen plus yeah, so that'll hit as well. So that is going to be. Gotta grab my d12s. Yeah. I actually need these. Get them bad boys back out. Yep. Eleven damage plus five for sixteen, and nine、uh-huh. damage plus five, fourteen. So sixteen and fourteen. Also, I've got this handy little feat called Slasher,、Kay. which reduces his speed when I hit him. By ten feet. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, 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 uh. All right. Anything else? Treasure. How much was the damage? Uh, I think I had said one was eleven plus five for sixteen, and the other was fourteen. I think it was. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Okay. Uh, two concentration saving throws, and what you guys realize when when it hits is that actually all all the mind flayers, they're this、uh, psychic network that has been connected. They're all concentrating on the spells at the same time. So as long as one of them saves, it remains up.、Um, this psychic network allows them to share the benefits of all. 
all them, they almost didn't save that. <laughs> the second one uh, allows them to benefit all uh, from the magics that are cast on one of them. And as long as one of their minds maintains concentration on it, it is this, uh, this web of um, mental magic. Um, I did forget to give you guys some force damage with those tentacle attacks. So if uh, both Grizz and Tauroth, you guys take 15 points of force damage. Right. You forgot fifteen points. Well, I just fifteen. I they they're under the effects of tensor's transformation. I forgot that it gave them bonus force damage. So I had a feeling. Oh yeah, because because Arcanist mind flayers uh, otherwise have seventy hit points. Like that's 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 nothing. You guys, each, each of you can do that in one round. So I was like, I have to put something. Can we? Can each of us? <laughs> uh. Well, not the healer. Or the ranger, I think. <laughs> That's you. Okay. Um, after treasure, the last of the mind flayers is going to take their turn. One of them is concentrating on tensors. One of them is concentrating on haste. Um, probably this guy. Doesn't actually matter because they all do the same thing. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's hit let's shoot um, treasure. I would like you to make. Uh, I'm going to make a ranged spell attack against you. He uh, has disadvantage against her because of the protection spell. That's right. Okay. First one was a 17. Thank you for the remembrance. Uh, nine plus. Is it seven? Everything else has been plus seven. Uh, yes. Um, so, 16? It does hit. Ah, uh, treasure. Okay, so this is Ray of Enfeeblement. Uh, black beam of energy from her finger, uh, from the finger shoots out. Um, on a hit, the target deals only half damage with weapon attacks. That use strength until the spell ends. So that is the was an attack roll, correct? Yes. D six of force damage. Okay, great. Five. Okay, five points of force damage to it. And uh, I have ray of enfeeblement. Yes. On me. Okay. Sweet. So what do I take down? You don't take damage. Uh, but all of your melee attacks take half deal half damage, and at the end of each turn, you can uh, make a con save to end the spell effect. Okay. Um, uh, sorry, just double checking because I'm maintaining concentration on a spell. I only took one attack, right? So that would have been fifty-seven points of damage, or fifty. Sorry, fifty-three points of damage. So DC. You took fifty-three. Yeah, you laid into me. I went from eighty-eight with six points of oh, uh, so that so the lightning bolt. Oh, no, the lightning bolt was separate. separate. So, so that so first one was sixteen. That was an eight past that one. Okay, so the second the second one. So you it was thirty-two. You needed a sixteen to pat to maintain concentration. Okay. Did you maintain concentration on that? 
Yes, I Great. did on that. And then, so then the the next one was fifteen plus four, so ten. Natural one. <laughs> oh, okay. We're good. Okay. Um, okay. I was like, I forgot about the lightning bolt. I'm, I was just like, I only got hit once, right? No, you no. got hit twice. It was two separate yeah, I got things. Hit twice. And I was like, yep. what? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. That was not all together. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, that was bad. That was real bad. All right, guys. Uh, new round. All right, so it's going to be Tauroth and then Treasure. Then we're going to start interspersing Mind Flayers in there. I think Grizz beats Saride on um, on that. Oh, um, Sarah is going, because she gets a turn. She's going to go last every time. Um, so she's going to make a Wisdom check. She's going to make a Judgment call. Um, having seen what you guys are... are up against um, okay she is going to reach out to Grizz and uh, with her with a third level spell she's going to cast Cure Wounds um, 11 15 plus 3 uh, 18. Um, she, you, you guys watch her as she's like, like she, she wants to jump back in the water and do what Sarai said, but having seen all of sort of the, the wreckage and you tied up with the, with the mind flare. I know I said I would, but, and she just grabs Grizz, um, on the shoulder and the, the life energy sort of flows back into him. And the mind flayer's eyes, the one eye on that side of its head, just sort of at her. Um, okay, up top, Tauroth. All right, so High Collar here has me grappled. Yes. I can still attack him while grappled, right? Yes, you can. And since Treasure took a piece of him, would I get my sneak attack on him? Treasure's within five feet, yeah. You Beautiful. don't. You don't have disadvantage, so yeah, go for it. All right. First attack is going to be a it's a twenty-one to hit. That'll hit. And I'll actually use the dice roller for damage because a lot of dice. Yeah. All right, so 11 damage from the sword. Okay. 18 from the sneak attack, so that's 29. Okay. And thanks to the Swarm Keeper ability of Gathered Swarm, an extra one for a total of 30. 30, all right. Looking for a 15. They have a plus one on con, but we're rolling for three of them. Uh, Haste is... dropped. Okay. No haste for them. The lethargy right. sort of sets in. Okay. I forgot. When haste drops, doesn't something else happen? Uh, They can't move. They can't do things on their turn. I know that. 
So, all right. So does that mean he lets go? He can let go of me, or it's easier to break free of him? Or I'm gonna I'm double checking right now. Cool. Yeah, I just wanted to check first before I said something, and then be like, oh, okay, I can't. Yep, I appreciate that. Spell ends. The target can't move or take actions until the next turn. So it's it maintains anything it's doing. It doesn't become incapacitated. It's not like it just stops, but it doesn't get an action. Um, it can it can still talk. It's not like frozen in stone or anything like that. But it's just there's a moment of uh, I gotta take a deep breath and then we're gonna be ready to go again. So you are still grappled. Uh- all right, guess I can't use a bonus action to break out of it, so I'll just whip the short sword around and just try to carve one of those tentacles off. Okay, go for it. That's a 24. 24. All right, that'll hit. And that is going to be three damage. Three damage, okay. Sounds good. Treasure, you are... Anything else, Talroth? You can't move, so I think that's it, right? Pretty much. Okay. Unless unless uh, he has to make another concentration check and get lucky. Um, no, because he didn't... He cast haste, and that's that's why. Um, oh, okay. They all make the checks together, but whoever casts the spell, you have to damage them to, to make the check against him. Okay? Cool. Okay. Um, Treasure, you're up. Uh, I'm going to try to pry Talroth out of this thing's grapple. Okay. Sounds good. This does not affect my strength checks, the Ray of Enfeeblement? The Ray of Enfeeblement does uh, affect your strength checks. Oh, no. Just attack rolls. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're good. You can do it with advantage. Because you're raging. Not twenty. Yeah, you you grab a hold of Tauroth, you grab a hold of the 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 collar and just sort of Is Talroth still in one piece after that? He's got little suction marks on his face, but yeah, he's okay. And uh let's see. Well she's looking at what else to do. I'm going to use my reaction for skirmisher since I'm still adjacent to this thing mm-hmm. and f- try to flank the one that's attacking Grizz. I believe it's when it ends, when, when an enemy ends their turn within five feet of you. Was it? I believe so. Nope, you are correct. My bad. Okay. Cool. Okay, then I do not have a bonus action I'm going to do, so I'm just going to go ahead and make that con save to get rid of the ray enfeeblement. Okay. And you are going to lose your rage at the end of the turn, I believe. That's fair. I got three more. Come on. All right. Sounds good. Make your con check. That is an 11 plus 7, so 18. Yes. Yeah, you 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 break off Ray of Enfeeblement. You shake it off. Nicely done. All right. After Treasure is going to be high collar, he is. Um, there it is. Oh right, he doesn't do anything. Oh no, he does. He makes a command. Oh, stupid brains! Protect your masters. All right. Um. After Treasure is Grizz. 
uh, caught up in like the tentacles trying to keep it off of his face. Yep. Fucking help me, a useless block of fur. Uh, and Benedict is going to run up and bite him on the butt. And he's okay. going to take the, uh, my bonus action, commanding it, him to take the help action to pull me free. Okay. And I will use my action to try to make that athletics check advantage. Okay. Go for it. Uh, it is an 18. Yeah. Plus zero. Yeah. 18. You break yourself free. <laughs> um, and then I don't want to push away. He kind of looks over his shoulder. He's, you promised you'd run if it started looking bad. It's looking bad. All right. And he's going to pose up against these mind flares. Okay. That's my turn. Um, after Grizz, the other one uh, that had just popped off of you, sort of Sarai, you're up. Okay, so um, the thing under his skin, is it can I see Can I take a knife and cut it out? You can attempt to. Like, in theory, I could perform surgery and it would remove? You're not sure. You don't, you haven't done research on this creature. Um, You're just seeing something undulate underneath his skin. I'm going to cast Greater Restoration. Okay. Actually, I'm sorry. If I do a healer... Oh, he's not dying. Never mind. Yeah, that. Does. Can I can I button check this? And what I what I should do? Uh, yeah, go for it. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Um. Okay. You can, um, performing surgery to remove the illithid tadpole is dangerous, but I believe that is one of the only ways to remove it. Um, it is, if it has, um... If it has already... Okay, see, this is what I needed. What I've been looking for. Um, so there's no monster stat block on a on a tadpole, unfor- unfortunately. Uh, so, there is one other thing that I can look up, and I will tell you in just a moment. Um, So, it will, ooh, okay. The eggs have already hatched. If you're seeing the worm thing crawl around in it, the eggs have already already hatched. You can perform surgery. That is one potential way to get rid of them. Um, 
the other potential way, and I'm going to look up a slod tadpole, as tadpole is tadpole, as far as I'm concerned. Um, if you can damage it in his body somehow, it can potentially, the body would pass it as normal. Yeah. Damage it like Um, if you poison him and he has more hit points than it and the poison affects it, um, that could kill them. You don't know how many there are. Probably at least there's one, two, maybe three, two. I don't know. Say two. Um, join the game. We said, bring mind flayers with you. We said, (laughs) I didn't bring him with me. I fought him here. (laughs) I blame you. Okay. 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 God. All of these are my worst nightmares. I'm going to. Okay. He's unconscious. Yep. Is there a way for me to perform surgery and keep track of his vitals so that when it starts to go badly, I can stop and or just bring him back or whatever? Sure. Yeah. I realize I'm performing surgery in a sewer. I get that. Okay. But I also know that time is of the essence, and I don't know what else the fuck to do. Okay. Um, tell you what, make me make me either a history or an arcana check, because um, you did the you what you made a medicine check already, right? Good. Okay. So make me that. We'll call that your turn, and I can tell you how long you have. Okay, sorry guys. Don't be sorry. No, you're good. Yeah, doing surgery in a sewer—that this is dramatic stuff. Twenty-one arcana. Okay, so a uh, illithid tadpole. Looking at its rate of growth, um, you don't want to wait real long, but it's not going to do permanent damage. Um, the full transformation takes a week. It won't do permanent damage until about day three or four. So I don't have to do surgery right now. You don't have to do surgery right now. I'm muted. I could, in theory, leave him. Yes. Kosher. Then I'm going to use my movement to go back. Okay. You jump back in the water. um, You start swimming there. You're going to, next turn, you'll have to use your movement. You'll just get where, like, your, your head can be seen. I mean, if I leave him, he's not going to die, right? You said he's unconscious, but he's not, like, no, dying yeah. unconscious? He, Don't shrug at me, motherfucker. He seems to be stable. Yeah. Okay. okay. His, his consciousness is not due to bleeding or, like, high damage. Okay. Just double-checking before yeah. I completely fuck this up. Okay. Cool. Swim, swim, swim. Swim, swim, swim. All right. Uh, last one. Um, Sir, uh... Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, the brains in the jars are going to go before Syrah. Give him a little little roll off there. Um, the brains in the jars are going to uh, essentially mind blast the area. So like a mind wave, a mind um, a mind thump thump, mind wub wub, a a beat drop, if you will. Uh, so I would like all of you to make me intelligence saving throws DC 14. Not you. 
Six. Twenty-three. Okay. Fourteen on the dot. Uh, did you roll with advantage? Or does protection from good and evil... I don't know. I rolled just the one. Does it uh, Does it give her advantage? Uh, creatures have disadvantage attacking her. She can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed. Okay, so no. But you made it. Good. Not stunned. Grizz, you are stunned. So. Um, okay. Oh, uh, did Benedict save? Oh, uh, will be good to know. As a badger, he has a minus four to intelligence. With a natural 18, that's 14. Grizz does save. Yeah. Grizz. Uh, Benedict does. Benedict, Grizz does Benedict does. Yeah. So next turn, you uh, Benedict won't have any orders. He, he he will. He sees you stunned. He'll act on his own. So you can decide what he does. Okay. I'll give you that. Okay. Uh, new round. All right. Similar order. Looks like it is Tauroth. You are stunned, however. No, I thought oh, Grizz is stunned. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Sorry, sorry. Got you mixed up. Too many rangers, not enough time. What would you like to do, Tauroth? Okay. Uh, how badly do the Mind Flayers look right now? Uh, well, one of them hasn't been hit at all. One has only taken the reactionary damage. High Collar, however, is bloodied. And there's still the one that's right in front of Grizz, yeah? Yes. But we don't know what spell he was concentrating on. You don't. Well, it's going to suck for him in a minute. Uh, so, yeah, I'll just kind of hop over to him okay. and just make my two attacks on him. Okay. So that first attack, natural 18, so I'm pretty sure that's going to hit. Yep. And the second attack, ah, that's a 15. Uh, total, no, 16 is the AC. Okay. But that first hit, let me just get my damage rolling. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mind Blast. Sorry, there was some damage associated with the Mind Blast. Um, 17. And that's the full, full damage, right? Not half? Yes. Like, so... Okay. Yeah, you don't, um, so you don't take anything if you saved, and you're stunned um, until you, I'm going to say because this is like a layer effect, until the end of your next turn, so only one turn. Okay. 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 Oh, so you did, uh, Chad actually brought something up, did Sarah pass the, make the save, or did do it, she do anything on her turn? Oh, that's right, she failed, so no, she, okay. she, she, she got stunned. All right, and this Mind Flayer, he took that's uh, 32 damage total. Oof. All right. 32, so he needs to make a 16. Uh, 
15 plus 1 for a 16, 18 plus 1 for a 19. So. Damn. Yeah. But he holds on. But still, 30, 32 points of damage is, is a good chunk on him. Um, I believe that's it for Talroth. That was my attack. That was my bonus. Yeah, that's everything. Okay. Sounds good. Treasure. I still have High Caller next to me, and there's mm-hmm. that other Mind Flare that we've barely touched. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to continue wailing on High Caller for now. Okay. So I would like to rage. Okay. Again. Once more. Got it. Uh, let's go ahead and roll on that Path of Wild magic table. Okay. Seven. Oh, that's going to be fun. Flowers and vines temporarily grow around you until your rage ends. The ground within 15 feet of you is difficult terrain for your enemies. Potted plant! Potted plant! (laughs) Uh, So difficult terrain for this particular mind flare as she just reaches back and slams into him with all the force she has. So reckless attack. Okay. I thank God for advantage. So that's going to be a 21 total for the first one. Okay. The other was a nat one. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, no, no, thank you. Uh, that is a natural 19. Not a fighter anymore, so not a critical. Right. But I'm pretty sure that hits. Yeah. So let's D12s. That is... 15 for the damage for one and the other didn't roll damage quite so well so that's a seven okay sounds good uh he did so high collar didn't cast any of those things don't have to roll concentration for him um but after treasure it is going to be his turn he is going to to wheel about and make uh, a tentacle attack roll against treasure with advantage I believe he's got disadvantage because they're protected from good and evil. So flat roll. Mm-hmm. Sorry, just a math question. Of hmm. seven damage off of a great axe seemed low. I rolled a two. Five strength. This the axe has a magical bonus, doesn't it? Oh, you're right. I think there was that whole issue with Bloodburner that we forgot that he has an extra three. He does. And, and your rage damage bonus, right? Yeah, so it should be rage five more. So. Oh, goodness. Then we're missing close to like 12 attack because I've attacked twice and hit him a couple times. Okay. Um, well, I got some of that. Um, does Bloodburner ignite? Doesn't it deal D6s of fire damage? Doesn't it? It does a bunch of weird shit, so. Let me double check. Magic it's weapon. just been yeah. monologuing about rage this entire time. Yeah, he really has. Uh, okay, while raging, blood burners, and gulf and flame. Yep, an additional d12 of fire damage. So I get, I guess, at least the two more d12 plus six. So I'll give them to you for this, not not for earlier. That's fair. Bloodburner finally ignites. <laughs> fi- finally catches fire. You ignored me for so long. I'm sorry. We're kind of in the middle of something, but thank you. Thank you so much for showing up to this party because he showed up with a 12 and a 7 
plus, of course, the additional six. Yeah. All right. So, so Highcaller is now barely holding on um, with, with the extra damage there. Um, but he is going... So he has... Vanna, so he's... I know this isn't. Uh, I yeah. know this isn't how it works, but it's how we've been doing it. So he has advantage from tensors, an advantage from you going reckless, and disadvantage from the one thing. So he's going to roll with advantage. That's fair, though, because that's how we've done done it the whole game. Um, not that that helps. Six plus seven for a thirteen, and that's then... actually a meets beats. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I got, like practically no armor. <laughs> okay. That's okay. I hit like a tr- Yes, you do. All right. So so there's the first one. I do need you to make the intelligence saving throw. I failed that one. You are yes. stunned. Okay. Oh, uh, so 15 plus 4. So 19 points of psychic damage plus tw- uh, 13 points of force damage. 32 total. Give me a second, because I'm just making sure Blood Burner doesn't do any funky other things that I forgot about. If you're below half, I think he starts um, bursting fire back at people. That's what I'm trying to check, because I think I just hit below half. You said 32, right? Yes. So this attack. Yeah, I just hit below half. Okay, So, so yeah. So you are restrained, you are stunned, and because of Tensor's extra attack ability, it is going to attempt to extract your brain. You don't. I know. I know. That's an... That's okay. Say what? Nothing. You, you can ask. It's not a spell, it's an ability? It's an ability, yeah does have to make the attack roll, but your armor is very low. Yeah, uh, 15 plus 7. Yep, he makes it. Okay. Um, do you want me to roll this damage, or do you want to roll it? I'm very scared that I'm going to lose my character. Uh, uh, I am too, um, but that's why I'm asking. Do you want me to be responsible for that? Or do you want to do it? It is up to you. I will take the blame either way. Uh, you can roll it. Okay. How many hit points do you have left? 44. This is 10d10. 10d10 points of psychic, uh, of piercing damage. You are raging. Right? Yes, she is. Yes. So, this is halved. Okay. Uh, but if it reduces you to zero, the Mind Flayer Arcanist kills the target by extracting and devouring its brain. So. Here we go. A four. For two. Another four. For two. Another four. For two. Six. For three. An eight for four. Ten for five. Two for one. 
All evens. Of course. A five, so three. Um, two dice left. One for one. Oh, that one went away. And a four for two. How much was that? I thought Meg was counting. It's it's like 20-something. Th- yeah, it's not 44. I think it was 31. I lost last, like, But it's not 44. Yeah. Because um, it was 4, 4, 4, 6, 8, 10. Five, one, four, eight, four, 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 twelve. Total, it would have been a total 54, halved due to raging, 27. There you go, 27. Okay. Every kids at home, do rage. All right. And the and blood burner's damage. What is it? And blood burner, I believe, does a d12. So let me just double check for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm almost positive it is. If, if barbarians have such a theme die, I was like, yeah, make everything a d12. It's just all all d12 all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. It does an additional d12. No, it's uh, when I'm below half, he ignores fire resistance. That's okay. what it is. Uh, when unarmored or creature within you So anytime a you, melee attacker yeah. touches you, deals a d12 fire damage to them. So. so let's do that. Yep. He is very upset. That was an 11. That is exactly what um, Home Slice had left was 11. So falls unconscious the the hole in treasure's brain just in her skull next to her um next to her horns as uh as it falls back just sort of like a volcano of her it's her blood but it looks like thick burning lava just sort of erupts from her from her skull and a crimson mask a flame pours down her face as um, the fire burns the tentacles and High Collar falls back onto the ground. The others scream in anger and anguish. Uh, I believe Grizz is up and stunned. And stunned. Um, so Benedict. Oh, which I know what... I kind of like. I want to do in my best interest, but Benedict has standing orders he and tur- turns around to the stunned Syrah mm-hmm. uh, and is going to use his action to shove her into the water and then jump in after her and just start like paddling into the hole. Okay, pushing the stunned Syrah. Okay, off he goes. Yep. After Benedict, it is Saride. She's going to finish her movement. Little yeah. Mermaid up. That's right. You come Little Mermaiding up, as, and as you're going, you're just seeing Benedict start to pull Sarah, uh, Sarah under underwater to <laughs> to swim her down through the tunnel. All right. Um, uh, first Mantle of Inspiration, so everybody gets eight temporary hit points. Okay. 
you guys can use your reaction to move without making without taking an attack of opportunity. If any of you would like to do so. Um, Except am I treasure is stunned. I... You're not anymore. You can move. Okay. Yep, okay. but treasure can't. She's stunned. Uh, hey, hold on. And Tauroth can. I'm actually not going to use my reaction. I'm going to hold off on that. Okay. And actually, Treasure, you can move. You are only stunned until the grapple ends. The creature fell unconscious. It is no longer grappling you. Is it dead? It is or dead. Or do I want yeah. to? Okay. Because I'm like, I will curve stomp this thing until it is. <laughs> I know you will. Yes. No. Uh, it, it is. Yeah. Go for it. If you uh... want to move, you can. Move actions, I don't believe, are taking potions, correct? Correct. Okay, so I'm going to move away to give myself some space and thank Bloodburner for saving my ass. You should pay more attention to me. I really should. Leap across, like, across the canal to be on the other side to give himself some breathing room. Some room. Okay, sounds good. That was your bonus action, Saride? Yeah. Um, fuck. I can... How far is treasure from me? 15 feet. Do I have any more movement? If you take the dash action. That doesn't. Okay. Um, you get to the edge. Like, if she runs runs to you, you can touch her. Can I exchange a bonus action for an action? I can't make a bonus action an action? No, you can make an action a bonus action. Fascinating. Technically, you can't do either, but I allow right, it. Right, right, right. No, right, right, right. Okay. Um, the closest mind fucker to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck it. Um, let's do. So, like, you could healing word her if you wanted to. Because is that what That's you were what asking? That's what I was asking. Yeah, it's you, a bonus action. Yes, you can do that. Okay. Yes. Then never mind. She's going to... Um, I realized we had gotten our conversation sorry, mixed up there. Fourth level, she's going to uh, healing word. Okay. Um, treasure. Um, sort of by taunting the other two. Mm-hmm. Mind flowers by saying... I'm not a thorn, motherfucker. I'm a rose. Okay. Roll roll your healing. And as you do that, the other Mind Flayer Arcanist is... 12 points! Nice. Um... Yeah, he's going to Mind Blast Treasure. Uh, Actually, he's going to move over to the side, Mind Blast both Treasure and Saride. How close is he? You you moved away from him. I'm just saying, because he might still be in difficult terrain. Okay, yes. He doesn't have to move far, though. He only has to move like five, ten feet. He's just circling, kind of tipping his head to catch Saride. What's up, Tauroth? Is that the one that we hadn't touched or the one that I was standing next to? That is the one you stood. No, that is the one you haven't, you've barely touched. Yep. So, um, 
Yeah, intelligence saving throw DC 16, ladies. Eighteen. Okay. Five. Five. Oh no. Okay. So, uh, so right, you are stunned. You have to make repeat the saving throw the end of each of your turns. Um, that is fifteen, twenty, three, twenty-seven points of psychic damage. Okay. That is it for them. New round. Flip them up. All right. Looks like it is Grizz, Treasure, Saride, Talroth. Grizz, you are up first. You are no longer stunned. Um. Two mind flayers remain. Two mind flayers. Uh, we are... Looks like it tickled before, uh, and we're gonna keep throwing daggers at the crystals, targeting the one that I um, hit the first time. Okay, go for it. A natural twenty. Yeah, Shat- it shatters. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Okay. And then, uh, and then second attack, we're going to shift to the there. There are two crystals. Uh, two there- grinds. Two crystals. So, or- so there's actually. Like six total. Okay. Um, second attack, we're actually going to um, throw a dagger at the um, Squidly that just mind blasted uh, Treasure and Saride. Okay. Uh, which is a seven plus eight, 15. Uh, 15 barely misses, 16 is what you needed. But as the gem shatters, you watch the illusion sort of waver. And, um, the gem shatters, the psychic energy washes over both of the mind flayers. You see them wince in pain, and there's this psychic scream. Um, they are both going to take some psychic damage. Uh, one of them saved, one of them failed, so the 12 gets reduced to 6 for this guy, and because it was 4d6, and this guy's going to take the full 12. Okay. Uh, and then for um, Grizz's movement, he's actually going to jump back across the canal Okay. Uh, in front of the stun stride, and he goes, hey, you can't let anybody eat your brain until I pay you back. Okay, there and you go. And that's going to be the rest of my turn. Uh, sounds good. Grizz, Treasure, you are up. Okay. I am not looking good. Oh, and Benedict's going to keep pushing Sarah down the canal. I don't mm-hmm. know if she was still stunned at the end of last turn. But... I actually do not have any healing potions on me, funny enough. I thought I did. Okay. Sarah does wake up. Okay. I am going to back up towards Wano well, Saride is stunned, isn't she? Mm-hmm. So oh, how dumb do I want to be? This could be very bad. Uh, which one of the mind flares is close to me? 
Uh, the one that had mind blasted you. The weaker of the two right now. Okay. Oh, I did take damage, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my reaction, I guess, for unstable backlash. Okay. Which re-rolls my um, wild magic. Okay. Let's go ahead and do that. Uh, until your rage ends, you're surrounded by multicolored protective lights. You gain a one bonus to AC. And while within 10 feet of you, your allies gain the same bonus. Nice. And I am going to, with that in mind... Uh, oh, no, it's the we- it's the stronger of the two that is closest to you. But neither of them is far away. If you want to move around to jump on the one that Tauroth is fighting, you can reach it easily. Okay, so let's go after the one Talroth is fighting, and now that Bloodburner's in full fury, let's go and reckless him. Okay. Let's do it. I got my nat 20. <laughs> okay. Uh, so do remember with Bloodburner, because I opened it up, if you go reckless and both would hit, um, they don't get advantage against you. That's the thing. I just opened it up. I have it open now to see that. Yeah. Um, so what was the other one? Uh, the other, my other roll? Yeah. Uh, it was a 13. Okay. So they 13 will... 13 ha- plus... Mm, okay, plus... Nine. Yeah. You you hit both. Uh, so go ahead and roll the damage on the D... On the natural 20. Bloodburner gives okay. you an extra D12 and... Uh, Bloodburner, after resolving damage for your attack. So we'll do that first. Okay, so let's do... It would be a total of 3d12 then. Or 2d12, excuse me. And the 5, right? So it is 1d12 for your axe. 1d12 for Bloodburner. With a natural 20, uh, that becomes 4d12. Plus 5 for your strength, plus 3, plus 2. So a total of plus 10. If I if I've covered everything, Do am you... I rolling all four d twelve or? Yeah. Okay. I need to look for more d twelves. We don't have a lot of these. I'll just roll these twice. There you go. Uh, seven and five for funny enough, twelve. <laughs> yep. And a twelve and a nine. Uh, twenty one plus twelve for thirty three plus ten for forty three. And that was the first attack. Yes, that is correct. That, that is was, just sexy. That was the dude that was uh, checking Ray of Enfeeblement. And you're, you're not at the barbarian level where you get extra dice on criticals, are you? I don't believe I'm at that level yet. I got Unstable Backlash. I got what, Slasher. What, one more D12. <laughs> one more D12. Okay. That is not that high, but I'll take it. It is the plus three from Bloodburner. No, no, no. This is ju- just what was on the dice. What was oh. on that last die? Two. Two. Great. There you go. Um, okay, next attack. Yeah, man. Cody makes a legendary item. He makes a legendary item. It, it, it's that going was to- only one hit? Yeah. That was a critical. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That was a barbarian critical. Extra D12 from yeah. that brutal. 
Yeah, because I'm reading Bloodburner also, and I see the whole when you roll the 20 on the attack oh. roll, the... Um... Immolation. Bloodburner casts Immolation. Uh, so as the axe com- comes retching into it, uh, it's going to have to make a dexterity saving throw. It fails on a natural six. Uh, so you need to roll 8d6 fire damage. On a failed Once save. Again, I only have so many of these, so let me roll them twice. Yeah, man. That, that, you're, you're talking GM dice now. Uh, so that's 13 on the first four. Uh, okay. The second four, it is 19. So 33. Okay. So he's down to nine. Um, Treasure did not enjoy her brain almost getting she, sucked out, boys I, and girls. Yeah, she did not. Target. Um, so on a failed save, the target also burns for the spell's duration. Burning target sheds bright light, 30-foot radius, additional 30 feet at the end of each of its turns. Target repeats the saving throw. It takes 46 fire damage on a failed save. Spell ends on a successful one. Magic flames cannot be extinguished by non-magical means. Uh, If the spell kills the target, it turns it to ash. You don't have to concentrate on it because Bloodburner is going to do that for you. And as the great axe just comes scything into the illithid, you hear, burn, burn, and it does. Would you like to make your next attack? Uh, yes. Is this thing still up? It has nine. Okay, we're going to attack again. Yeah, you, you've done 78 points of damage Jesus on that critical. Christ. For a natural 17 for my second attack. Okay, that'll hit. So that's... Uh, just just your modifiers, kill it. Kill it with fire. Literally, kill it with fire. And it, it does, it turns to ash. As Immolate just encompasses it. I just thought about how horrifying treasure must look with, like, the wound up here... Blood. The red running Baba. down her face. Yeah, absolutely. Um, after Treasure is... Would have been High Collar. He's gone. So, I believe it is... Who's next? Tauros? Grizz? Saride. Uh, uh, Saride. Stunned! Make a... Oh, he's the one that stunned you. So... Oh, but it is the duration. So make an intelligence saving throw at the end of your turn. I'll give you advantage because he's gone. There are both fives, so it's an eight. I will say, though, as she exhales, you just hear her say, Atya. <laughs> and for anyone who speaks Elish, that's daddy. And she's <laughs> looking right at that Max. There you go. Uh, after Saride, it is Tauroth? Yep. Okay. <laughs> and there's only one left? There is one left. And this is not next to anybody? No. Alright, yeah. I'll just make my way over and at least just uh, slash at him twice, see if I can try to break that concentration. Okay, let's do it. This is the one concentrating on tensors. All right. So the first hit is a 
total 20. That hits. And the second one is a 17. Uh, that'll hit as well. 16 is the AC. And how far away is this one from everyone else? Like 10 feet. Yeah, well, no, I was just checking an ability to see if it actually did anything, but it doesn't, so... That's a grand total of... 10, 16, 19 damage between the two attacks. Okay. Uh, uh, one, attack would, one attack would have just been three damage. So two checks, a 10, um, a 9 plus 1 for a 10, a 15 plus 1 for a 16. So maintains concentration on both of those. Uh, oh, and it has a... It should have had advantage. Doesn't matter. It maintained concentration. Um, so it is going to attack you, Tauroth, because you are right there. Uh, first attack with advantage. Ooh, is not great. 15. Don't believe that hits. That's a miss. All right. Second attack. Natural 20. Ow. Yeah. Um, so that is going to be 4d10... Of course I put those away. Why wouldn't I? Why would I want to have the dice I need? Um, okay. 17 uh, plus 8, 25, 27 plus 4, 31 points of psychic damage. And a and you're grappled and I need the intelligence saving throw. Uh, or you're stunned. That's a 10 on the dot. Okay. You are stunned. Uh, because there's just one mind flayer left, I'm going to start flipping some cards for him. Um, new round. Do the the brains in Syrah go? The brains don't haven't been given a command. They only go when they're commanded. Uh, okay. So, uh, looks like, yeah, treasure, you're up first. I think it was Treasure, Grizz, Tauroth, Saride. Okay, Treasure. Still raging, still angry. Yeah, absolutely. Is Tauroth within my... Yep, he should be. Oh, and concentration broke, so protection from evil and good is gone. Okay. Oh, they're going to need protecting from me. I read my axe's information. Now everything will die. Basically. (laughs) So she's going to rush up and just reckless and come down with every ounce of weight, blood, anger that she can on this thing. Okay, let's do it. That is two 16s for the advantage and disadvantage. That'll hit. But I think, like you said, it triggers blood. uh, Yep, it triggers blood burner's ability. It hits, and he will, so far, he will not have advantage on you. Okay. Do do you want me to resolve that damage first, or do the second hit? Do the second hit. Okay. This guy's got a chunk of them. Uh, 18 plus 9. That'll hit. And what was the other dice on the the second reckless? Because all attacks are reckless. Okay. Uh, That was a 16. Okay, then yeah, you you hit all, every time, no advantage, back. 
So cool. Now we do all this thing. So it would be the plus be. eight altogether because of the plus three on Bloodburner. And with your rage plus two on top of that. So it is grand total two. Uh, it's grand total four d twelve plus twenty for both attacks. Total total. With okay, so that's sixteen on the first two d twelve. Okay. And five on the second. 2d12. 21 plus 20 for 41 across both strikes. Uh, the blood burner just comes heaving into it, um, it and the fire ignites it and it sort of squeals as two side tentacles. All right. After treasure, it is Grizz? Yep. Grizz uh, is going to bonus action Hunter's Mark. Okay. Now I'd make two throwing dagger attacks at oh. this. All right, let's do it. A uh, 21 on the first hit. Okay. Yes. And a natural 20 on the second one. So. Yeah, absolutely. First hit is uh, five plus six for 11. Second attack is 2d4 plus 2d6 because Hunter's Mark damage is double two, right? Yes. Yeah. Nothing nearly as impressive as the Barbarian, but there's another 5, 11, 15, 14, 20 points of piercing damage from the second dagger. Nice. He just whips those out. Um, what was the first dagger? Damage-wise? Uh, the, uh, the first dagger was, uh, I believe, 11. 11. Great. Yeah. 31 points. Not bad. Nicely done. Um, two, uh, let's get some concentration checks on tensors, because, yep, that, oh, oh, yep, 19, 17, 17. So, he maintain, maintains it on tensors, but he's now well past bloodied. Anything else, Grizz? Uh, nope. That's everything. Okay. Um... After Grizz is Tauroth. Oh, that yep, that is me. Yeah, but um, I think I'm stunned. You are stunned. He is still grappling you. So that is the end of your turn. Um, it's a ride. I am also stunned. Okay, make your make your check with advantage. You get a, a chance to save. Twenty-two. There you go. Yeah, there's no. So for mind blast, I just saw there like. Oh, it's a minute. Okay, I was like, I didn't. There's no like end time. Like if you just if you have a low enough intelligence score and you get mind blasted, like you're just catatonic. You're just done. You're fucked. Yeah. Um, but no, it's a minute. Okay, so you get a turn. Next turn, um, it is Mind Flayer time. It's going to attempt to extract your brain, Tauroth. How many hit points do you have left? 25. Okay. With advantage. 
That's a natural 17 and a natural 20. Um, so. What was that in the chat? Um, so let's, do you want to roll it? You want me to roll it? Nah, he's my bastard. I'll roll it. Okay. Let's do it. D10s? Yeah, it is 10 D10 piercing damage. I'll just add it up on my calculator first. Okay. Thirty-eight. Okay. Oh wait, no, sorry. I think I might have double checking. I might have. I might have done it four times. Nope. It's 39. I'd only roll 9, not 10. And that was before the critical? Okay. You guys hear this revolting sound of of slurping and you watch as the jars sort of mind flare his brain sort of expands and as he releases Tauroth the sickening thud of his body hitting the ground is um You know. You know. Uh, new round. I haven't gone. Uh, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Yeah, I did. Fuck. Sorry. Sorry. You're okay. Uh, what's your cards, right? Ace. Okay. All right, Saride. Yeah, I'm... Fuck. Okay. Bonus action, mantle of inspiration for everyone that's still up because I'm a goddamn failure. And then she's just unloading... All seven charges of magic missile into this thing. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So. 14 points. Okay. Uh, 
and she's going to use her movement to go to Tauroth's body and put herself in front of it. All right. The Mind Flayer is up next. Um, it is going to look at the three of you and it is going to let's see Roll a d8. One and two, it'll attack Grizz. Three and four, it'll attack Saride. Um, five and six, Treasure. Seven, eight, Plane Shifts out. Okay. Two. First attack. Uh, natural 19. That hits. Okay. Uh, Grizz, I need you to make an intelligent saving throw. DC 16. You're going to take 15 points of psychic damage. A 2. Yep. Uh, yeah. I rolled a 2. Okay. With advantage. A 9 and a 10, plus 7. So 17. Hits. AC's 15. How many hit points do you have left? 35. You want to roll it? You want me to roll it? You have 8 bonus. You have 8 temporary. Uh, 35 is after the 8 temporary. That's why I just took the 15. Fuck! Okay. Fifty-three. A second mind. Do we just lose two fucking people? Okay. After the mind flare, it is treasure. She saw Talroth hit the ground, and she is completely blind with rage. Her heart is thrumming, broken. She is, at this point, basically letting Bloodburner take over. Okay. Like, there is so much heartache and rage. Okay. She's just going to bury her axe over and over, specifically into this thing's head. So the first one's going to be a dirty 20. Hits. With the second one being a 17. Both hit. That's, of course, with the blood burner special thing. Yep. The second one is going to be a 15 plus 9. Hits. And then 19 on the other one. 
for the reckless. Okay. Yeah. All hit. No. No. No reckless. And she is going to. Do I think you said it was twenty plus the four D twelve, right? Correct. Eight and four, so that's twelve. Plus an eleven and a ten, so twenty-one. That's showtime. <sighs> She's going to just blood burners, feeling the tears mixing with the blood coming down her face as she's just cleaving over and over and over. And it's a pulp, and she is still going. Any liquid, any tears, any blood that may have been on treasure, any ichor that splatters off of this creature onto her is going to immediately evaporate off in a sizzling singe. And once she's finally tired, which is going to take a bit, she just collapses next to Talroth, shaking and holds him. Ride, what are you doing? She's gonna go grab Gris's body and um, put it over her shoulder. I said, Treasure, pick him up. We gotta get him. We've gotta go. I know. I know. Oh my god, Talroth. And she just scoops him into her chest to go. As you guys are getting ready to to leave, you hear the cry um, of of Sarah, who had returned in some way to help. Um, Do you have anything? Do you have anything? I I I know it exists. I I know the. I know the spells exist. I know they do. Um, there's, I, I don't know if I can cast it, but get your father. Get your father. We're going. His, his crystals. I know how to use them. I um. I know how to use them. They can make things. And if if you can cast a spell, I think I can make it. I don't have it. There's only one person who has it. And he's in a fucking hotel room right now. Because we went to fight without our goddamn healer. Um, 
So right, I'd like you to roll a percentile, please. Okay. Sorry, doing a little research at the moment. During this time, Treasure's just cutting Talor off, kind of trying to use his hair to hide the wound. Mm -hmm. And she's whispering at him in Infernal, mostly how sorry she is that she wasn't just a little bit faster, a little bit stronger. I'm gonna... I'm going to grab the nail and pray to Branos and ask him to make me a, a vessel in Thosin's absence and let me be able to do what he could do. You are level 10. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Okay. There is a divine light that begins to radiate up and out of Saride. Um, You hear the crackling flames, the forge hammering against steel, the anvils, the fall, the bellows, sounds you're familiar with at this point. Darling supplicant, beg for gifts, that's it. Outside of my new domain. And yet, I find myself drawn to your dedication. Ah, uh, 
from my land. And you, close to my heart. Within my power to restore but in recompense I require dedication Not to you, brother. Mighty fool. Now this one's wild. Look at the hair. She dances amid the wood. She knows. Revelry. Fate. Masters. She's more. I. Speed. Yeah. I do. As I always have. to be true. Deal do you offer? A similar one, to be sure. Paid in faith. Paid in dedication. But one that's far more enjoyable standing before a hot forward hammering for a lifetime eternity. So then, wildling, so then, mortal, dying fae, did you grab me your ears? I will. I look forward to it. Now then, let's see. For this little dwarven man here, Oma. It's a good thing you took the deal. This is beyond Bronus's agent. Missing a brain. Difficult to live without. Luckily, such things are not beyond. To ride the divinity rolls through you and the brilliance Builds you. There is you. You have successfully with a two rolled below your level for divine intervention. Um, you will have to become a cleric. That's fine. I'm useless as a bard. <laughs> um, 
we will we will choose your deity. I have I have a different one besides Brahanos in mind for you. Who did I who did I butt dial with my Um the the deity of, of revelry and fates. Um Sure. From from um, Theros. So uh well Is uh, there a way with them that I could get both of them? Um <laughs> this sort of androgynous laugh. So greedy, so early. I love it. It tickles me. No, but I think to look again. Fate already has a little bit of a plan. How am I how am I supposed to explain? How can I ever look treasure in the eye if I bring the one back and not him? Treasure, you you can see what's happening. This is this is not. Um, This is not a vision purely for Saride. As you both cast your eyes over Talroth, treasure as you stroke his hair, the deck of cards lay sprawled along the concrete. All of them face down, the exception of one turned up on the card is the yin-yang, the circular card of the conflict between Tauroth and his brother. On one side, it shows Cass standing at Tauroth's funeral. On the other, it shows them trading fates in a game of cards. She picks up the card. I... <sighs> he was telling me a little bit while you were all out with Grizz and we were searching the city to try to find information about Cass about what these do there may still be a way to save him I don't know if he can play like this seem to think he can. If he can play while dead? If anyone can do it, it's Tauroth fucking Oakenblade. (sighs) 
she goes and takes off one of her ribbons that she has typically on her horns and in her hair, and she uses it to cover the wound in Talroth's head, just kind of wraps it around. I know you're still here, because the cards are telling me that. You've told me these are more than just poker cards. If I have to be your hands, I'll be your hands. But you're going to play, and you're going to win. So I do what you have to do. I trust in fate. It's gotten me this far. I've made stupider moves. With things I didn't even have faith in. That I barely believed. But I believe in Talroth a whole awful lot. And if there's somebody that's going to come back from the dead based on pure luck, it's him. Do I have Revivify now? Revivify wouldn't help. Neither would Raise Dead. You actually end up casting, because of Divine Intervention, it's any spell of 8th level or lower. And I believe the only one that will, the earliest one that will do it is uh, Resurrection. 7th um, level is, is the first uh, Raise Dead spell that will regenerate a body part. Um, Let's do it, baby! Grizz, you are returned. Well, first of all, would you like to return from the land of the dead? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, think, I think that's uh... <laughs> don't don't leave don't leave Benedict here all alone. <laughs> well, it, just to ask a clarifying question Please. is Grizz as a spirit having moved on. Oh, like still able to look down and kind of see what's happening. Like, is he still somewhat connected to this? Absolutely. Yeah. It, it hasn't been the longer it is, the longer, the, 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 the more difficult, the more tenuous the strain is. Right. Um, hence why longer and bigger spells are required. Revivify within a minute, raise dead within 10 days. Right. Um, y- you may not, you're not exactly watching, but you are, you are aware of what's happening. You do have some understanding of, of what these friends, these fast friends that you've only known for a day or so are, are going through. And you understand it now from a very different point of view. Um, you were once where they're standing. Quite literally. The wounds in the skull... And it is your your brethren, your scouting friends, that are there to, to greet you. And when the Divine Bridge steps out from beneath your feet, shimmering, opalescent rainbow, as you have just barely reached the wild lands of, of the afterlife, those that have 
dedicated and live their life in nature. It's the sweet smell of fruits on the air, roasted meats, snap of fresh vegetables. Your friends. What? It is? What are you doing here? It hasn't been that long. Alright, Ladron, let's see. I ran caused some mischief, but uh, I think there's somebody calling me back. I see that. <sighs> you hear some... in your in your fucking afterlife? <laughs> you still only fifty gold. <laughs> you know, she's keeps dropping how much I owe her. I think she's knocking some off, but I think I'm gonna owe them a lot more after this. Oh, it's good to see you, Ladron. That's good to see you too. Head of one of them. Yeah. That's Ridge. Oh, Copperhead man. over there. You're not having him. You're not having him cook, are you? You know, okay. that, that's the amazing thing here, Gris. Even my cooking tastes good. <laughs> what kind of fucking afterlife is that? A brilliant you know, Copperhead one. cooking. Um, and finally, he he looks at uh, Korok, the the last one who has been standing off to the side. Sure. Um. And Grizz looks down. I'm sorry I couldn't save you. And I'm sorry that I can't stay. It's it's not time yet. And Grizz grabs him by the beard and kisses him. I'll see you again soon. And just kind of turns and not really able to, like, any more words. Sure. Walks as you, back across the bridge. As you turn, there is a, a face uh, long, cupping your, your cheek. And and as you turn, you'll the fingers and palm stroke along your chin and, and through the beard. And it is as it tugs on that very last uh, hair down the braid, right, right at the end. There's a brief eternity, a, a split second that lasts far too long, that um, your heart hesitates to um, to go back than you do. Um, you awake to Benedict tugging on your beard. Um, yeah, you fluffy piece of... Oh, right, Pulls Benedict in, like, around the neck. A big hug. Benedict screams and launches herself on top of both of them and just hugs. So how much gold do I owe you now? It's a lot more than 50, was it? I I don't care. You're going to owe me forever. Hmm. If that's the way I have to keep you alive, then you owe me forever. I owe you forever. Get off me, Benedict. And I believe that's where we're going to end our adventure for this evening. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Sorry we ended up going long, but I I don't think we uh, I don't think we could have stopped anytime sooner. I think um, the rest of us would have not been able to sleep well. Uh, Talroth, next week. Do need you to be here. Um. 
we're I think we're gonna meet a new a new friend. Um, but one of the things we are going to do is we are gonna determine the the fate of of Talroth. Um, you are within its web at the moment. Um, Kaz is a uh, a possibility. You and I will discuss these things off offline. Um, but I, I felt like there was another sort of out uh, or option for us there. And I'm excited to explore it. Uh, this is the first character deaths we have had on our new, on this season of Disasters. I uh, am, I'm shocked. I'm surprised. I'm a little sorry. Um, but go ahead. One thing, one thing I will say. I called it. I was going to be the first to die. <laughs> you did. Barely. Barely. I Sorry. beat you by a round. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No one that. Yeah, I know. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything right either. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. Your healing, your healing was good. Um, it's a tough fight. It's a tough fight, especially with grappled. And that the only thing you could do is keep pulling people apart. But that's a losing game eventually anyway. So, um, you guys played well. You played smart. did everything you needed to. Uh, the other option you have is to try to reconstruct Tauroth's brain here in the in the chamber where you can make things real. The, um, the mind players did it. Sarah could do it. Um, yeah, oh, and, and just so you know, if the divine intervention hadn't worked, um, she was going to remember when they tried to resurrect her mom. Oh! And because it was it was through a scroll, uh, and her mom chose not to come back. Um, but the scroll would have been real, and you would have been able to read it. But I was like, shit, seventh level. That's that's rough. Rough to bring somebody back with a without a brain. So yeah, mind flares. Don't fuck around. Alright, my friends. I'm so sorry. It's late. I, I enjoy talking with you guys. We will see you guys next time. But until then, be cool. <laughs>